still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Bussy's here. All good. I've got a problem uh, right now with my dog because gays are trying to ruin it. Trying to ruin it in a big way. I've had two gays. Now, first off, let me just start with this. You took the rainbow. The big, beautiful rainbow that used to be magical and lucky charms and all that. And you made it so anytime you're enjoying a rainbow, it's kind of gay. And you can't help but think about it as a straight man. You gays get to say all the things you feel and think. Here's what us straights think. We look at rainbows now differently. We can't like them as much. We look at them and think to ourselves, it's a beautiful rainbow. Careful. Don't say that too loudly. You stole the rainbow. We gave you the rainbow. That's fine. They added to it. All right, whatever. doesn't matter. You know the rainbow is they not. put brown on the It's rainbow. not what it used to be. No, that's their flag. I'm talking about rainbows. You, gotcha. look, you okay. don't look at a rainbow and go, thank God for that brown stripe. Although, ew. See? Rainbows are ruined. For the straights. Bathrooms. Started playing around with the bathrooms. We didn't know what to do there. That kind of, that controversy came and went. But here's the problem I've got. You can't have all the words. You can't have all the words. My dog's name is Bus after Jerome Bettis. The bus. What's a natural thing to call bus? Bussy. Yeah. Right? Gay guy yesterday emails me and says, I think you should probably think about renaming your dog. And I'm like, why? Well, in our community, bussy means something else. And I'm like, well, I'm not in your community. Yeah, but you know. Like, all right. Bah. What's it mean? Next one. Get another one from a, a guy named Greg who emails all the time. Says, hey, just wanted to let you know. That in the gay community, <laughs> bussy is a combination of the word boy and another word for cat. Oh. And I said, wouldn't that be boosy? No, it's bussy. It's a boy. I'm like, no, it's not. You can't have that. That's I'm taking that away. It's not. Bussy is not. I'm with you. Boosy is one. But evidently, that's a huge gay thing. Oh, but now I'm kind of happy his name's Bussy because now I think people, if I introduce me as my dog Bussy, and you know that, you think I named my dog after boy, which is weirder than anything in the world, you nutbags. You can't have it all. You're stealing the alphabet. You're stealing rainbows. You can't take every word and make it weird for gay purposes and then turn us straights to have to change. Not going to happen. Well, they took the Flintstones. I mean, they have a gay old time. You <laughs> That's know? I right. They hey, even took that word. Back in the 60s. <laughs> Yeah, all, the, all those cavemen were trying to do was have mm-hmm. fun. We're fun. That word means us. Mine. Quit wrapping your arms around every goddamn thing. Bussy is not boy. It's just not. There's no such thing as a boy. It's called a butthole. If I named my dog butthole, you'd have something. Your cute pet names for a, a, a poop shoot are not something you can just make up and make everybody else adapt. Bussy does not mean boy. 
It I'm not calling him that. I'm just calling him bus then. Bus. Well, you don't see. Now, don't cave to this. Bussy means bus-like or of the bus. <laughs> it does not mean a boy's <laughs> because there is no such thing. What is Petra's got? <laughs> oh, she's got a bussy on <laughs> yeah. That's a big fat bussy on that one. Anyway, but the point being, used for fun, sure, hilarious. But if I meet some gays, I'm like, what's your dog's name? I'm like, Bussy. <gasps> ooh, no, no, ooh, no, uh, no, nothing weird. It's Jerome Bettis, the bus. Bussy is what they call Jerome Bettis. Hey, Bussy. I hear Ben Roethlisberger on his podcast all the time. It's like, I was talking to Bussy the other day. He's not talking about boy, and it's not cute or funny that you've made it boy, and it doesn't apply to everything. Stop it, gays. You can't have everything. Now, we're giving a lot here. Man, the Who song, Magic Bus. Yeah, I don't know if they say Bussy or all of it. Either way. Re-release. Magic Bussy. Stop it, gays. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's right. I'm a, I'm a virgin. Thank you, Steve, for reminding me. So aren't you a virgin homosexual? Yes, I haven't given up my Bussy yet. So I don't. You're going to get hit on even more. I know. They'll think I'm one of them. And that's fine. But you can't have all the words and make us adapt. That is a very niche thing. It's like people named Sanchez don't have to change their names when they have dirt on their bodies. It's just, it's just not a thing that's uh, well-known. If you're a dirty Sanchez, you can still be a dirty Sanchez. I'm going to laugh if you have a shirt that says, Hi, I'm Dirty Sanchez, or your nickname is Dirty and your last name is Sanchez. But I'm not going to make it so it's like, do you know what that means? Probably does, and that's why the joke's fun. How many times does Mark Sanchez just say, yeah, yeah, yeah? Yeah, enough. But Bussy does not mean that. And again, it's time for you to stop. There's no such thing as a, a boy. It's not a thing. It's a butthole. He's okay. I'm with you. Yeah. So, gays, I'm taking this one from you. And don't email me your warnings that this is some sort of sign or clue. Get your head out of the gutter. I'll say that. I'm saying that. I'm telling you to clean it up. Colleen and I are sitting in our car with our kids telling you guys to clean it up. <laughs> and Colleen's last name was Butt pipe or something wasn't i forgot something weird boy what's wrong with you guys can't you just call i don't even it's ridiculous did you call troy and michael to get the the final I, I, word i on texted this? him i texted okay. him on that and they, they said go, yep. they said it exists and i'm like well knock it off <laughs> my dog's name is bus Ooh, no Ooh, stop it stop with the gay ooze Ooh, gay ooze that's a good band name <laughs> stop it Ew. You named your dog after a boy's Why would anyone do that? It's like naming your dog Labia or something. You would not, no, Nobody in their right mind thinks that I just out of the blue pulled boy made a cute word out of it and called my dog that. Bus. And I've talked to like all straight people that'll say, oh, bussy. And in fact, I walk in them yesterday and dude, this guy, kids, women, men, he is sort of a bussy. Because that guy, he pulls. Everybody wants to know what the hell he is. Talk to him, pet him. But, uh, you know, I met a couple of people yesterday talking. and like, oh, this is a dog, Bussy. Call him Bus. Ooh, not one of them said, you name me after some boys. No, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rational adult human being. You don't name a dog after a... Anyway, it's a different story. So quit it. It's an adorable animal. He named his dog after a man's vagina. There's no such thing, you weirdo. Uh-huh, I'll prove it. Nope. 
Like Brett said yesterday, up the bum, no babies. <laughs> it's not a vagina. Hold strong on that. That's right. Puss and Boots has. Hey, all cats have, have yes. held on to the... They, yep. we, I don't know where that came from or why pussy became something other than cat. I don't know why that happened. When cats and people around cats are like, no, that's my pussy. And they're cool with it. That's smart. Good. For years, that was my excuse when I had... My cat was diabetic. I have to go home and shoot the pussy at 8 o'clock every night. Go home, I shoot the pussy, and people would be like, oh, my. My kid's a cat. They'd be like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, pussy held strong for cats. Bussy is not the same thing. Stop it. You're making me mad now. It's not like I named my dog. How old do you think that is, that bussy? The stolen term. Not very. It would have come up during the Pittsburgh Steelers' early 2000s reign of terror. Because every time that you talked about Jerome Bettis and people said, oh, the bus, Bussy's loose. They, they said Bussy all the time. And not one person, Tony Romo, you know, Jim, that means a boy's No, it doesn't, Tony Romo. You know, the guy's talking about a boy's right there. Nope. I know what the actual street meaning of Bussy is, John Madden. Yeah, Pat, that's when a boy develops a on his ass. No. Ratings went up when they'd hear, what? They're going to give it to the bus? <laughs> right. Give it to the bus, Bussy. Someone named Bussy is in football. Let's watch. Oh, he's in uniform. Stop it. It's not like I, I called him Mangina. This guy says, don't forget about Buck Angel. Oh, that dude's got a Bussy for sure. There's no question about that. Maybe but that's he a, he's a woman. See, he's a woman. Because he's got a vagina down there. He may identify as a dude, and he looks like a pretty good dude. He's in shape and stuff. But when his pants come off, you're like, oh, vagina. That makes you something else. I see what's going on here. So knock it off, gays. I like you, but you can't have all of it. <laughs> John, just wait till you're calling his name at a dog park, then some yeah. twink starts calling you <laughs> oh, daddy. <laughs> if I just stand in a... I'm going to take him down to, like, Melrose and, and lose him for half an hour. Just go, Bussy! I'm looking for Bussy! I've got a bussy. Gross. Not you. Get the f*** away from me. I want to give you my bussy. Bussy. Anyway. The guy said... Uh, you will be like Jerome Bettis. You'll be in a man pile. <laughs> That's right. A pile of dudes looking for bussy. It's not happening. Shut up, Dave. Take your rainbow and every Saturday... You've got Central Avenue at your disposal, evidently. You guys have a never-ending, lifelong pass to close roads for parades. You can't have this word. I heard yesterday, if you missed out on the most recent parade, they got another event. Oh, they you got, can go to. What are they doing now? Don't worry about it. I, I didn't get one. the details, but I heard there, if you missed the uh, October event. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Even Aiden, our transsexual, says, here we go again. Come on, people, get over yourselves. When you first named your dog Bus, called him Bussy, the word didn't even register with me, and I should know about this more than anybody. But I didn't realize until just now uh, it means people pick and choose what they want to hear. By the way, Bus, Bussy, a great name for a dog because of what you say. Trans guy eight. Thank you. Yeah, this is my other dog. Ovarian cyst. Why would I do it to him? Why would I, knowing that? You wouldn't. Felchie! Yeah. Felcher! Bussy! Felcher! Splooge! 
Where's my pack? I've lost my whole pack. Nut butter. Boy balls. Nope, not going to do it. Not naming your dog after that kind of stuff. So, gays, I appreciate the heads up. Snowball. (laughs) Cream pie. Where's cream pie? You can't have it all, guys. You can't have it all. Lesbians never, like, email me and bother me with that kind of stuff. You know what you did there? Uh, Pipe down, lesbian. They took the Outback. We didn't want it anyway. That's what I appreciate about lesbians. They seem to take things we don't want. Uh, Mullets with shaved sides, the Outback, jean shorts. We we don't want any of the things. Lesbians, like, embrace all the stuff that's done. You know, like, fashionable lesbians that you're like, wow, she's really... You can dress like a lesbian, but it's usually flannels, jean shorts, some odd work boots, horn rim glasses, and a bi-level haircut. That's pretty much everything you never want to have, and they've got it. And then you hop into an Outback and you drive around. Brady had the Outback for a while and went, hey, Brady. I lived the life for uh, a year and a half. And that was right around the time when Martina Navratilova was the spokesperson, so everybody knew. (laughs) Except you. (laughs) And we had to let you know, and you kept that thing out of... Probably spite or pride or dug your, you dug your heels in on it a little bit longer than you should have, but I'm sure we had that for two, three years, maybe four. No, two. Was it only a couple? Well, you had it at yeah. the zone and here. I, I, I would you know, the intentions were to keep it. Yeah. Warm, but, but then. I had the, a car problem. But the ridicule. Huge. It was pretty bad. Just other opportunities you, came you, out. You used to spin cars quite a bit, and uh, that was without question, next to that weird thing with the stadium seating, the two worst cars you've ever owned. That was Ronnie's. You still owned it. You bought it. That was yours. It was your name was on that, and you drove. That's it. when we uh, decided I had to move because we had a single driveway at the time. Yeah, like I'm not driving that thing. Yeah, I don't blame you. You took it to work it, a couple of times. The car. We sat. Yeah, in the, uh, I had to we do sat it in twice. Stadium. What was that? A Honda Element. The uh, shoebox. Yeah, the yeah, Element. Horrible. The back seat's the like a foot and a half toaster. higher than the front seat. <laughs> you're driving in the back like you're on a double decker bus. See, it was weird. So, yeah. You some real gems, huh? Yeah, got a hand to the lesbians. Gays, you keep trying to take stuff that's ours and make it yours. Lesbians, you just take stuff we don't want anymore. Oakland A's gear, uh, you know, flannel, all that crap from the 90s. We, we don't want that anymore. You wear a Canseco jersey, we know what you are. <laughs> you took the A's. Nobody wanted that. Even Oakland doesn't want that. Yeah. Good job, lesbians. Thanks. We pre- and lesbians never barking about which bathroom to use. Like, yeah. I'm going to go into the ladies' room because I got a hooey. All right. I got an any not an Audi, and that's the proper thing to do. Lesbians get it. Gays, I would change everything. Change all the goddamn rules. They're more manly than most dudes. Yeah. Floating flags out onto their HOA property and yelling that even though they signed the papers that said HOA says no flags, they're going to do it anyway because we're doing what we want. Stop it. <laughs> Bussy does not mean what you're saying it means. That's enough. Lesbians, appreciate it. You took the WNBA. We don't want it. What else? They feel like you think about lesbians, everything they want is stuff society's cast away. And I appreciate that. Starting their own planet, really. Now, Ellen DeGeneres, ugh, you can have her. Borsha uh, de Rossi was a tough loss for us. That was a tough one. Rosie O'Donnell? Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. yeah. You're taking all the stuff right away from us we don't want. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, if, if, if it's something society, like, Basically, they treat humanity like goodwill. They just go and grab what we did, we gave away. Good job, lesbians. And don't email me and say I'm kind of a good-looking lesbian. Like, then you're not a true one. Then you'll dabble with the boys. 
I'm talking about the real lesbians, the ones in the front row at WNBA. With a bucket of popcorn and a hot dog. They don't have any cares at all about their waistline or anything. They're going after it. You don't see lesbians in Lululemon. You just don't. Thank God. Maybe they're maybe <laughs> their partner. Uh, you know, one of them. Sometimes. That's usually a show, though. Real lesbians look like each other. Like, you walk around the Biltmore and you see real lesbian couples, and it's... They both look like... Well, a, you're walking on the Biltmore. Yeah, but they leapt out of a 1980s yearbook. They're, neither of them look like modern people. They're, they have that weird shaved side head. It's flopped over to one end. It's great. Pretty fantastic. Uh, I also watched a special last night. <clears throat> a woman who's made a career out of being an escort in England for something around, I think she had like 58 years. She started when she was very young. She's 70-something now. Still escorting? And she's she still retired? doing 125 okay. pounds a visit, if you want. And I know that's funny because of the word pounds. Uh, 125 pounds a pop, which is about 160 bucks. Yeah. She'll take $160. And she is up for anything. At age 73 or 4 or whatever oh. she was, she's like, I will do whatever you ask. And they're like, what does that include? And she goes, last guy I was with uh, made me take a poop on a couple of pieces of bread and smear it all over. <laughs> like, for 160 bucks, raise your prices, Grandma. She's got five grandkids. What barrister wanted that? Yeah, exactly. Man. It's like, there's been some weird stuff. The, I draw the line when a good guy asked me to wank off his dog, and I'm like, this is the best television show I've ever watched in my life. I love BBC News. I'm sure I got a video on that somewhere. The wank off the dog. Yeah, it's, uh, I can try to find it on the thing, because it was on my phone, and I threw it up on the TV. Uh, yeah, so she just said, those were where she drew the lines. Let's see if I can find a picture of her. Not gonna wank your dog, but I'll eat a I'll eat a <laughs> sandwich. He <laughs> had two pieces of bread. I don't even know how you get to the level of life where you're like, all right, hi stranger, how are you? Here's one hundred and sixty dollars. All right, here's what I want. See that Wonder Bread over there? Right. Hopefully you haven't taken a deuce for a while. I need you to drop one on there, smush it in, and then feed it to me. All right, one sixty up front for that, mate. They're gonna go there. Right, of course I'm going to pay you up front. This is an odd request. And if you wouldn't mind, just give my dog's horn a tug there real quick. Nope, draw the line at that, mate. So she's uh, not <laughs> interested. And yeah. I can't remember. Is it legal in England? To jerk I off don't... a dog? No. No. Not that. <laughs> Prostitution. Oh, I don't think so. They probably kind of are like, essentially the same thing as here. You have to really get caught doing some stuff. Yeah. It's probably illegal, but it's not like they're chasing it all over. <laughs> Jack the Ripper made it so it's like all right street justice and all the hookers took chances from there and the cops will, you know you have to be really kind of brazen about your prostitution but she's been doing it since she was a kid she's like 18 when she started 17 wandering the mean streets back in the 60s late 50s throws the bombs up there and now she's all solo she just did oh, yeah. with you well i mean she's had friends i mean you know i, I wasn't sure if there was like a you know a pimp or you know um, I probably had a manager for a little while. She yeah. probably dabbled. Didn't really get into that. They really kind of focused heavily on the <laughs> sandwich part, Brady. I really didn't get into her uh, resume or her LinkedIn page. <laughs> I didn't like a background. <laughs> no, I didn't. What was her? Uh... <laughs> I didn't really go. God, I wonder what her history's like other than that. What was her Yelp much rating? What, that's the pinnacle. That's it. That was the pinnacle. That's <laughs> oh, actually illegal, though. It is? Yeah. Illegal or legal? Legal. Yeah. They, they Except up in Northern Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. They've made it the right thing. You can... Buy hookers for but 160 bucks and feeding each other poop sandwiches. I'm pretty sure that's, but yeah, that seems cheap. 
They even have a page on the uh, City of London website for sex worker oh, safety. How about that? There you go. Sex worker can be prostitution, stripping, or lap dancing. Oh, they all call it sex work. Yeah. So everything's sex work. Performing in pornos, phone, or internet sex. That's what I've never understood. Is how is that, um, since it's illegal here to pay for sex, how is it legal to make a porn? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I've never paid for it. Never really tied that back to prostitution, but it is. But if you're getting paid to have sex and it's your job, I think they get around it because they're uh, saying it's uh, acting. But it's not. I've seen it, and there's a lot of sex. An artist acting. Leeway. Well, I mean, getting stuck in the dryer is difficult. I mean, (laughs) right? That's there's a lot of acting because there's so much acting to go. Please help me. Please help me. And then about 45 minutes of sex, and then you get a paycheck. Ah. I mean, you could get around sex with a prostitute by just talking about your Schwab account for five minutes and then banging her for 45. Yeah, but their account's a little bit stronger. Wait, this is illegal. Oh. How much are you making? You know what? It's legal. <laughs> you're, you're really focused in on whether the law is going to show up. If you're talking to a prostitute, you're not into that anymore. You ask if she's a cop. You get Kevin Rowe on the phone about yeah. this and get to the bottom yeah, of it. Why? Because my uh, neighbors in Arcadia were filming porn. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Over. On the porn side of it, they're like, there's so much money. Oh, sure. That's what I mean, and though. The, the more money they, you'd think they'd try pay. to shut it down. I guess because they pay taxes on it. They've legalized a gigantic amount of billions and billions of it's dollars. going to make them give us our VIG. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. And lesbian porn, which is uh, to Eddie Bauer in the Oakland A's, is what they called that one. Uh, <laughs> the chicken left field. Just I like the ace color, so everybody looks good in yellow and green. Like, no, we can't. No, we cast that away a long time ago. You can, I'm taking it. <laughs> All right, you can have it. I remember my old neighbor Evie, who I'm pretty sure was a wild lesbian, had lesbian parties and old lesbian too. Like, and then all these old, used up, crusty lesbians would come over on Thursday nights and they'd have wine in the backyard before Evie went crazy. I think she got dementia, but it was weird because all the cars were stuff no one would want. Like SR5s and like not the good ones, like the 1986 with the weird bubble back. And yeah. uh, they had the Outbacks and everything was like a, a Chevy Love, like things that everything that's been canceled has shown up, like showed up like, I found a Chevy Love online. I had to have it like Chevy Love. Like they got rid of those. Those were the tiny Ford Rangers. They were they were matchbox cars. Make you feel big inside. Geo Metros are there. Uh, the, what are those? The Isuzu, Isuzu Amigos. Yeah, they like the, all the cars we hate. CRX Hondas. Yeah, well, yeah but, like the, but the, the, the ones with no engine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. CRXs can fly. When you put an engine in those things, they move. But the ones that didn't have one, the lesbians ate them up. Yeah, that's a good, like if your girlfriend or the girl you're meeting has a car that no one wants, she's going to turn on you. There's no question. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange little like, uh, what was that one pickup truck that was real little but it had the dualies? That was like a real short period of time. Oh, I, know about. I can't remember. They were time. Maybe Volkswagen made them, but they had dually back ends. But they were about the size of the smallest pickup you've ever seen. Ugly. If lesbians saw that online, they'd be they'd be everywhere. Wasn't the pup? Yeah, the pup. My my grandpa got a pup back in the eighties. Like, what'd you do this for? Like two days later, it was gone. It's like you're right. This was a terrible idea. Yeah. The Volkswagen pickup trucks is what I think it was Volkswagen that made that little weird dually pickup. It was tiny. I got to hand it to you, lesbians. Thank you. Thanks for keeping your your lesbian paws off of the stuff that we want. And just 
picking up our scraps. There's a new one in the mix. Notice the Hyundai. They got their, it almost looks like a Subaru Brat. It's a pickup. That ain't it's it. Toyota. But no? That's not it. But those are just slammed Toyotas. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they got the dually up in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. They went in. They got the dually up in the back end. <laughs> I think a lesbian would eat that car oh, up. Yeah. A modified dually. What are those little Toyotas? My ex-girlfriend had one of those. Uh little Toyota, but she wanted it jacked up. And I'm like, you got a tiny baby two-wheel drive Toyota. Why are you adding to this? Like, It looks cool. I don't know about this. This might be, I think you're going down a road. I'm. This is a car that only lesbians would want. And it was green. Maybe she was a lesbian. It was a Zuzu Rodeo. Oh, that's the one. Like the Zuzu Rodeo. Ugh. Thanks, lesbians. I get a, let's hear it for the lesbian community today. And they're crazy that's cars. Nice. What's that? Oh, a little pickup truck car. Oh, yeah. Hyundai. Is that new? Yeah. I got a new one. For the inner lesbian and you, Santa Cruz. Hyundai brings you guys the Santa Cruz. <laughs> Subaru Brats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lesbians love that stuff. Yeah, bad taste, lesbians. That's what I'm saying. Subaru. <laughs> Why did you do that to Subaru and to poor Outback? Outback came out of the gate screaming. Got this cool car for people for... The Pacific Northwest, they're going to love it. Lesbians are like, you're right, we do. Like, well, hold on, back off. we got a whole load of lesbians that like our vehicles. They're going to ruin everything. If you're running a car lot and you see a lot of flannels and jean shorts walking around there and bi-level haircuts, you need to move to a different car lot. You've been overtaken. <laughs> There's a sweet ride here. What is this called? Uh, this is the Pontiac Aztec. I like it. Oh, no. Nobody's going to want these the anyway. <laughs> I can have a date night in it and <laughs> I can do some logging. Pop off for tent in the back. And scrum with my lady. Uh-huh. You can have the Aztec for a reasonable price. Price doesn't matter. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. On this rainy morning. It rained last night. It smells so good outside. It's perfect. Uh, give us a call, 585-9800, and we'll scream about it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Making a poo sandwich for somebody? Hmm? And then getting them to smear it all over their face when they're finished? I've got one of those booked for next month. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Coming up all the way from the Isle of Wight just to eat my poo. There you go. That's oh. my... <laughs> What's wrong with that horror? What's wrong with me? I found it and watched the whole goddamn show. It's called The Honesty Box. If you're interested, you can Google search a 70-year-old escort and her honesty box. And she reaches into the box and answers questions. Uh, I don't know who's asking these, but... I don't want to hear about a 70-year-old in her box. Uh, here's another good one here. Listen to this one. They'll like this. Problem at all? Oh, yes, that reminds me of a client I saw. Where he wanted to meet me in this hotel... 
but he wanted me to fill a large bottle with my pee, which was probably over three days' supply. It was a big bottle, you know. And so I took it with me, and then we were to take it into the travel lodge restaurant where we were, and he had it behind the menu, and he was to drink it whilst we were having our meal. Uh. Hmm. That was interesting. The first time I'd ever had any thing to do with water sports and urine, etc. And then he drank it when we went back to the hotel room. Hmm. Whilst he was dressed up as a maid. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on out there? <laughs> it's like, where, where does that She likes start? the... Uh, yeah, she said that... Uh, well, that's another is that thing. A, is that a generational that. thing? No. It's not generational to drink urine. That isn't like... Ah, back and dress and like out, a maid? Yeah. My grandpa where used to always drink a piss. I, that's a freak. They're, generationally, we've got freaks for every year that's been a planet that is not generational the world war ii greatest generation also didn't like dressing. my father did it my father's father (laughs) did it piss you kids don't respect tradition anymore (laughs) now drink your urine like grandpa made (laughs) uh then she gets into a thing she goes uh somebody says why do you think someone would want um and this is when she's really wrong said "Why, why do you think someone would want a granny and she's sort of polite, nice, sweet, very kind. And she goes, and probably had some fond memories of Grandma's house when you were a kid. And deep down inside, you wanted to know what was up her knickers. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> no, I never did want to know that. Generational. It is not generational. <laughs> no one of any generation is like, look up your Grandma's shirt like Granddad used to. <laughs> What's wrong with these kids today not wanting to see their granny's nooch? She's a polite, nice old lady now. Look up her skirt, find out what's what's to do up there at age 70. Come on. Yesterday we were at Tactical Black and uh, I was telling Jay Ackerman about his, about uh, Bus, my dog, and how he's got a little separation anxiety. And I'm not helping. I'm making him, like, he's glued to me and I'm kind of digging on it. You're and, enabling. Well, I'm not helping him. When he's in the cage and he goes crazy, I, and if I leave, that's fine because I keep him in his kennel. But when I'm home, he wants to be by me and I'm allowing it. And all the other dogs are cool with it too, so we're, we're going through a good time here with Bus. So uh, I was telling him, and uh, Jay and his wife Joy have a dog they recently got. And then Jay said the worst, unintentionally said the worst thing in the world to me. He goes, well, we got a little separation anxiety with Cody as well. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, but I mean, if your mom brushed your teeth every night naked, wouldn't you? I'm like, good God, no. I'd run for the hills. And that's, he goes, well, you know what I mean. And I'm like, good, no. You're attracted to that. <laughs> like, yes, not my mother nude brushing my teeth doesn't make me closer to her. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Ah, thanks for making me picture it. Why is this happening? But evidently, you know, the Ackermans, I don't know their private lives. They're decent people, I assume. They can do whatever they want in their own home. But they brush Cody's teeth at night. And usually it's probably right around shower. I mean, I took a shower with Bus yesterday. He popped in there and I'm like, oh. then I gave him a bath too. But then there's a moment that dawns on you like you're totally nude with your dog and you're- <laughs> It's kind of both of you are soaking wet. This is weird. It's not sexual. It's just odd. But yeah, no. If my mother tried to brush my teeth naked, it would be like the scene in The Shining, only with a toothbrush. (laughs) I don't see my mom like that. So no, if my mom brushed my teeth naked, that would not be a quality thing.
Not at all. Uh, this lady's kind of like a, a Robin Williams character to me, though. I can't get enough of her. Sex has to be penetration. For me, that's not the case. Sex can be a... Yeah, that's a B. And I did give a... Today. Oh, her mouth is um, filthy. Got a burn. Nice friend who I call Mr. Stiffy, because from the moment he walks in the door, he's... <laughs> until he leaves. <laughs> or until he shot his load. <laughs> Nothing better than hear grandma say that. House in exchange. <laughs> for a... But he doesn't last very long, bless him. Okay, so I don't have to suck very long before he should. Oh, I'm getting nauseous. Oh, man. Why are you nauseous? Whoa. It's beautiful. No, You're no, getting to that age, buddy. you got to stop that, Freddie. You're just a few years away from that being sexy to you. It's age appropriate. <laughs> it's still great. I hope you're right. I don't no, see it you right never now. Will. You never will. No man does. In fact, I also, uh, on the heels of this yesterday, uh, odd tie-in, saw that... Uh, it's like a 70% rise. That's humongous. Uh, internet dating of girls extending their age range. range and getting rid of the young. So girls in their 20s are like, no more of these idiots. I want some security. I do, I, here's the thing about the generation TikTok. The ones that aren't hot enough to make money on TikTok or OnlyFans kind of know. So they're like, all right, I'll doll it up. I may not be able to get an audience of people for this, but I can get one. And so they're going on these websites now at age 20, 22, and feeding off a 60-year-old dudes who will give them the life. Now, they're not going to cash in on the divorce if the 60-year-old guy's smart enough. You know, if he's smart enough, he's going to keep paperwork in place to be like, look, you're gonna, while we're together, you're going to have a great time. I'll give you some parting gifts, but you're not getting half the... You weren't even alive yeah. when this started. To be fair. So these, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be fair. You'll get a Cadillac and 20 grand. <laughs> and off you go. But, uh, yeah, so the age, the age gap relationship in 2024 is expected to be online dating 13 years minimum. Right now it's four. It's supposed to jump by this time next year to 13-year gaps being the norm, which means 20 is pretty common as well. And there's a few who still want to date age appropriate, but not many. These chicks want it now. They want now. They want a guy who's established himself and is all done with the games and they, you know, trying to figure out if he's going to have a good job or not. He is. So these, these recent second time divorced guy, maybe third time divorced guy, it's got some money in his pocket and uh, is looking for, you know, maybe retiring. He's going to take care of it. He's getting out of the business. He's getting out of whatever. And all he's going to do is travel around the world. She wants to go with. You want to travel, ladies? You want to go with? And they're like, why would I dick around with Aiden, Hayden, Caden, and Jaden? Yeah. They're still trying to, you know, oh, dude, I only got 14 bucks. I can't even get. All right, I'm leaving. I'm, I look good enough to score the. So internet dating is now going to be, uh, you know, and this again stems from the no dad in the house for the last 30 years. Girls are like, all right, I got father, daddy issues. I can handle visiting an old man every couple weeks. I've been doing it since I was nine. And like OJ was saying yesterday, a lot of them. granddaddy issues. Yeah, daddy and granddaddy issues. Well, OJ can give them quite a life. He doesn't work. He plays all day. I mean, I'd do it. If I was a 22-year-old pretty good-looking girl, why am I hanging out with Hayden at Applebee's while he breaks out the two for Tuesdays when I could just be, you know... In some, you know, country club or resort or on a boat or doing whatever with some guy that's already done all that. Especially if you also um, 
don't really want. I don't want to have kids. Right. Well, at least now you've, he's only going to yeah. live for. Ten, and it ain't lasting. Everybody knows it ain't going to last more than five to ten years max. They had one couple on this thing. It was forty-two year gap. He met her. He was sixty-five and she was twenty-three. And he's like, and people laughed. He says, "Here we are, seven years later, happy as ever." And she's taking care of me. She likes it. And then they showed her, and she's Filipino, which she's got that nursing gene. So, of course, she kind of likes that. All Filipinos end up somehow, some way, in a nursing capacity. Ah, puck! You make crap again! I clean it. <laughs> but, yeah, so they said that Bumble released its trend predictions for the year ahead and uh, said inside 25,000 singles, it said, uh, including uh, being open to older dating. And singles rejecting the constant strive for perfection. So they're no longer looking for, like, the guy that turns them on immediately by sight. They're like, I want a guy who is established and no more silly games, not going to screw around, like, saying, you know, got to get my, you know, some outs and just be smarter and think about a career. It's like, all right, I got fine. Wait for my band to get signed. My band's going to get signed, so I'm just going to stay at Subway till that inevitability happens. We're in Playdio next week. We're going to win that. My parents' house is your house. Right. <laughs> At least the basement. Don't go upstairs because my mom's peeking these barks and she'll know you're here. Yeah, it used to be kind of a rule of thumb that was about six or seven years. But now uh, they're looking at the average 21-year-old looking for someone 35 and over. And the average 21-year-old on a dating site has already quit. On bars and goofing around. And I don't blame I don't blame women. That sucks. That would suck as a girl. Sometimes you're just going to go out and hang out with people and you, you get knob central starts bugging you the whole time. And, you know, you got the option of just going online and finding a dude like... I wonder if, if that's, that's changed. What do you mean? That as much as, uh, you know, because... Bars? It doesn't seem like they're... It's got to be the, the same... They don't going go. out as much. They don't go. They go out a lot more. Talk to someone who owns a bar. Yeah. They don't go anymore. It's not young people that go to bars. It's us. Look around a bar. Whenever Brett and I have gone to a bar, you look around a bar. It's people in their 40s and 30s and 40s, and they're kind of already. It's not like 20-year-old. Like, there's a few in Scottsdale, but those are dance clubs. Those are a little different. Well, they're all, you know, I mean, everybody's just staying at home now and just, yeah. you know. And going online. Online, yeah. But if you're 55, a, a guy I know in my neighborhood, it's probably in his late 40s, going through a divorce. He's got some money. And uh, he's like, yeah, going to this girl I met. I'm like, where'd you meet her? And she, ah, she's a friend of mine's friend's daughter. I'm like, oh. Yeah, she's like 24. I'm like, oh. She likes me because I can take her places and she does things I need. And then he, he, he's, he acts ashamed of it. He's like, man, it's. You know what I'm doing. I basically told me, you know what I'm up to, right? Yeah, you're paying for sex in a really odd way. Eh, pretty much. And you buy her things that, she, that some guy her age can't. Take her places that some guy her age can't. And she gives you uh, a sex drive you couldn't imagine because your ex-wife took it away from you for years and years. <laughs> We're adults now. We don't do that garbage. Okay. Is that all I am to you? Kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Sort of. A lot of the times, yeah, that's kind of the deal we made. But all right, never mind. They start yelling at you about sex and start acting like it's a chore. And then, uh, you know, they divorce you. Next thing you know, there's some girl there's like, will you take me to Palm Springs for the weekend? Sure. What do I get? All of it. All right. We're going to Palm Springs yeah. now. We're heading over. 
You don't even have to discuss that. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But, I mean, if there was some sort of verbal inter- exchange, that would be it. I'll give you sex. Like, you can't even imagine for hours on end. All right, do I have to talk to you? No, nah, I don't care. I'll be on my phone the whole time. This is this is <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> uh, we, don't inter- we don't ever chat? No, not really. Oh, oh, oh. Me and my ex-wife didn't talk, and she got mad about it. You don't want to. No, not really. I don't care for talking. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just going to drive you over to have a steak and then we're going to f*** all night. Yeah. Oh, my God. We need to play Minecraft. What is that? Minecraft's old. I don't care. <laughs> this is amazing. But After yeah. a while, so much you can't even keep up. There's like, I wish that's all you ever wanted. <laughs> keep up. <laughs> right. And then Scott Haynes points out, remember your study a few weeks ago, as long as everyone's over five foot five. Yeah, that's true, Scott. I'm sorry that hits you hard, but you have to be a rich adult over five five. Otherwise, you, no. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, all you five five and under guys. It's you're gonna have you know how rich you have to be. I mean Dudley more rich. Yeah, it takes money to get taller. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. Five three and shaky, and he's got a chick. It's Sully from Godsmack. Sully from God. He's still like five six. I think he. No, you don't that, think no so? way. Uh-huh. Maybe in the boots. Yeah, <laughs> he wears those big boots. Yeah, that guy's a midget. He is small. I don't think you can say that anymore. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are, do? What are they going to kick my ass? Uh, bring it on, midge. Oh, I made a midget mad. What are you going to do about it, little guy? <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. I'm going to kick your ass, buddy. That's what I'm going to do. All right. He's so cute. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a tiny little drink, and we're going to make this okay. It's hilarious. Anyway. The other family that wanted bus, Jeremy, just emailed me, and he said, Bussy, uh, being boy vagina, he said, John, we would have named that dog Woodson, and Woody, there'd be no confusion at all. It's true. This dog was doomed from the beginning. It's either Bussy or Woody. Horrifying. Anyway, if you're a lady, and I've never understood why a woman ever wanted to dabble with someone her age. Doesn't make any sense to me at all. Uh, minimum 10 years. or uh, I say 8 years. 7 or 8 years. You start dealing with that. And then wait until you're in your late 20s. And then start looking. Because none of those 20-year-old kids are, they might say, you're going to end up with either daddy's money, and then he's going to be a disaster. Just go get some guy who's been through the paces a couple of times, is tired of the bull. He's going to do whatever he wants. As long as you're doing your job, he'll do his. And that's basically how that's going to end. I'm going to play video games for a while now. I'm just going to sleep. You don't mind. You sleep a lot. Yeah, I'm old. I'm, of course I sleep. I like 18 hours a day. I'm like a dog now. Okay, I'll be here when you wake up. That's what I'm counting on. This is awesome. <laughs> Where do we go tomorrow? Where do you want to go tomorrow? I don't know. I like San Francisco. We're going to San Francisco. Get your phone, kid, and your backpack with a cat on it. And your juice box. And you, don't forget your juice box. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> don't call me that. <laughs> That's something I've never understood. Are you a daddy guy? Do you like being called that? No. No, I've never It's gotten. creepy. Yeah, it's so weird. Brady, I'm not talking about Kirby. Of course you like that. Right. I'm like, it, like, it's never been a sexual thing to me, like, a buddy of mine's uh, wife calls him that all the time, uh, like on Facebook and stuff. Uh, I'm like, oh, man, that's nasty. Uh, blech. It's awful. 
Daddy and Mama, the two worst. Uh, also, this is going on in society right now, and I can't get enough of it. This, this is what we need to C-SPAN to be. These two, this is uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, a senator from Oklahoma. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. He's talking to a team. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Now, that's a letter he read that the Teamster said about him. Yeah. Sounds fair. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You, you stand go. your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. <laughs> is that your solution every problem? No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. No, no, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Okay. okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. Bernie Sanders is the rep. No, I have the 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 mic. This is what he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? No, you can't. (laughs) I loved it. That's great. That's going on, and we love it. This is exactly why we can't have good politicians anymore. We like this more than any result you could ever get. We want the MMA to break out every once in a while, watch the fight, and then shake our heads. What we don't want is two guys to go, you disagree, I disagree with you, you disagree with me. We want the anytime, any place, cowboy. <laughs> or you want this time, this place, let's do this right here on the Senate floor. <laughs> and then the well-minding elderly Jewish man reminds everybody, we're supposed to have some sort of class. All right, everybody calm down. What's going on around here? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You can't talk either. No, knock it off. <laughs> Come uh, on, right any, now. If anybody's going right to kick now, someone's ass boy. over here, it's me. I will f*** you up three ways from Sunday. You want to go too? You have no f- idea the power in my punch. So all you cowboys can sit down because I'm the lead Indian. And I'm about to scalp some asses. <laughs> I'm Krav Maga trained, you know. You dumb mother. You have to understand, there's some decorum here. <laughs> that was my favorite thing, but then it made me realize, oh, this is why politics have gotten so off the rails terrible. We love this stuff. We would have never seen this outside of, like, Saturday Night Live, and it would have been weeks later. We might have heard about it. It's everywhere. The senator that was going to fight a teamster. Awesome. And we also know what would have happened. The last time a senator from a small state tried to fight the Teamsters, Lee Harvey Oswald knocked his head off 60 years ago. You don't fight those guys. It happens. But that was the slow burn back then. Kennedy would have been in that room. I uh, think you uh, should uh, stand up right now and be a maid. Take me on. And then they're like, sure, you might win this fight. But guess what? There's a dude in a window waiting on you in Dallas. We don't care about the fight. We care about the war. You don't mess with those dudes. That's Brett's people. They go hire some loser. They get him in a window at a bookstore, start pumping rounds. Or you just disappear, ask Jimmy. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't fight the Teamsters. <laughs> it goes back and forth. Bernie remembers. You guys don't mess with these people. What's wrong with you? You have to sit out and shut up. Unbelievable. Make Last time I remember a senator getting up and getting up and he with the Teamsters, we cleaned his brains off of a Cadillac. He had to take his mittens off to beat the gavel. <laughs> That's enough. Hold on. My freezing hands now have to do work. God damn you guys. <laughs> All right. Secondly, 
I will put my foot up anybody's ass who pulls this whole cowboy act again. I'm a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Just talking about Bernie. <laughs> but Bernie Sanders is sitting there. He has to be thinking he's been at this for like 60 years. And he's considered the nutbag in Senate. He's considered the, the, far. the dude who's just floating around like so far out of the mix. And he is. He's a socialist. But when the socialist makes the most sense, there's something wrong with the others. I want everybody to get equal wages. I want everybody to have the exact same job. I want the, all of that to be dead even across the world. No rich people, uh, no poor people. And I seem to be making the most sense because you two jack-offs want to fight in the middle of Congress. So there we are sucking it up. Every news channel that's put this up has hundreds of thousands of views on it. I'm not helping because it is kind of awesome. And I do like that they did keep it classy at first when he said, uh, this is time, this is a place, you want to do this right here? I'd love to do this. Well, then get your butt <laughs> up. They edited, they didn't cuss because they knew, man, better not cuss, that would be too far. He goes, why don't you get your butt up? And then their butts both got up. All right, all right, all right, that's enough. What kind of circus are we running around here? But this is exactly why Kerry Macho Man Lake, these kind of yahoos, and everything else are mucking up the system is because of people like me. I'm right there in it. Can't get enough of clicking and viewing that and then saying, that dude's a badass. He is not what you need. He, we don't need hotheads who want to fight people at congressional. Imagine if your lawyer didn't like what you were saying, like if you're on trial. Oh, you got a smart mouth there it's up on the stand telling me story. You want to go? Like, no, this needs to be a place where we discuss both sides, figure out a middle. C-SPAN supposed And sometimes to, they want to do that to press the buttons to make the person course. look even crazier. But C-SPAN is supposed to bore you to tears. Yeah. It's supposed to be boring. If fights start breaking out and the ratings go up, more MMA fighters and wrestlers are going to want to get into politics because that's how you get things done. No. When will we wise up? When will I, John, when will I wise up and stop thinking this is so cool? Because I still think it's cool as hell. I thought it was awesome. Well, and the other thing, I mean, what it happens and all of those, you know, when they throw down in the House of Parliament, yeah. every once in a while it explodes that... Their shoes throwing yeah. over yeah, there. Who's the one that threw the shoe? That was a well, that was Iraq. Iraq. That was an Iraq. Oh, was it? Okay. That was, that's and a, that was a journalist. When that was Wasn't also it? that's a huge sign of disrespect. And yeah. for some reason, Iraq came up with the idea of chucking a shoe at somebody, and uh, thinking that that's a huge sign of respect. They said uh, Nicholas makes a good point. He said back in the day, somebody used to threaten another person in politics. They just dueled. It was a duel. Yeah, uh, that's great. There was a finish to it. I like that more than I like, you want to go? You want to go, cowboy? Then you roll around for a little bit, Bernie Sanders breaks it up, and nothing got done. If there's a dead guy at the end, we're going with the living guy's idea. We want to bring it back and be bad guys. Bring back the duel. All right, this calls for something very simple. You two want to fight? That's fine. But let's go forward in time a little bit. Think about this. Let's say you land a couple of good blows. You land. Now we've got a split decision. How did that just uh, accomplish anything around here? Here's a gun for you. Here's a gun for you. We're going back to my day. You're going to duel for it. And maybe the Teamsters win. Maybe the Senate wins. We'll see. On my count. Bernie goes, no, shoot. I would watch that if C-SPAN had duels. But if these hypocrites want to act like badasses, I'm into the duel. Bernie Lane. <laughs> Let's cut it all. All right, you guys know the rules. No below the belt. Let's keep elbows away from the faces. 
No biting. Guns at dawn. Let's get it out. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But it is idiocracy. It's the movie Idiocracy. It's happening right before our eyes. And we are guilty of participating way too much. I've watched that video of that dude about five times. Just because I like when some guy calls another guy cowboy in a kind of a crappy way. You want to go, cowboy? Like, that to me is, that's when dogs stare at each other and they start growling like, this is a go. Somebody better pull the leash because this is no good. You want to run one, cowboy? (laughs) I'd love to run one with you. Get your butt up right here, mister. All right, brother, we're going to fight right here in the Senate. It's happening. But tell me how, as a citizen of the United States, tell me how as a human male with testosterone coursing through my veins at a level that only the summit male medical people can tell you is unbelievable. Scored a 720 on mine. Natural testosterone. That's pretty good. Anyway, how am I supposed to not enjoy this? How am I supposed to see these videos of two dudes about to scrap and not love it? I'm a racist if I don't love that because every time two black ladies in a McDonald's parking lot pull their weaves out, I send it to friends. I enjoy that kind of stuff. Now, if they start becoming senators, we got problems. I will bust out your weave, bitch. Listen, Teamster, bitch. Here's the time. Here's the place. Let's do this. All right, all right, all right, LaQuisha. <laughs> We've got to show some sort of decorum around here. Put your weave down. Put your baby down, too. God damn it. I would love that. I would watch that for a month. Solid. More idiocracy proof. Oh, God. Is this real? Yep. Brady's handed me a thing that says, Now, on Pluto TV, they've launched the 24-7 Car Chase channel. And, of course, to keep it simple, it's called Car Chase. Oh, well, there you go. It includes live feeds of real-time car chases, on-demand videos of chases from local news stations from around the country. Throwbacks, I'm sure, will be yeah, oh, yeah. like classic car chases. According to Pluto, the channel allows you to, quote, watch adrenaline-fueled car chases and high-speed drama 24-7, including live coverage of real-time chases. And it says, right, yeah, it's not exactly a hot take to know that America is turning into idiocracy, but at this rate, two seasons maximum before is an actual ironic version of Ouch My Balls, because that was uh, on idiocracy, too. Let's go to make it Georgia. <laughs> Now, OP Live has a car chase, and I'm shoving popcorn in my mouth while it's going on. The pit maneuver is my favorite part of the show. And I've actually screamed at the TV, pit him now, pit him! Can't help it. I am part of idiocracy. I have got to be the one that pulls myself back from this. You won't. I didn't know this. Somebody just emailed me. said, I don't know if you knew this, but that senator that was going to fight is 5-0 and in MMA fights. <laughs> He's got an MMA background. I didn't know that. Oh, God. We elected an MMA fighter. Arm wrestling is an option. When the words uh, aren't working, let's settle it out on the floor. And then somebody managed to make it more political. Darren says, shove it, John. Somebody should have taken that gavel out of that homo F-word Bernie's hand and shoved it up his ass. All right, it's not about Bernie Sanders. You want to (laughs) go? I dare you to try to get your hands on my gavel and shove it in my ass. I dare you. Oh, the blood, the horror. King Herod would have less murder on his hands than me if you tried that. We can't make it so we hate Bernie's politics 
when you got two yahoos screaming and yelling, they're going to fight on the Senate floor. Bernie was right. We're wrong for wanting Never more fight. That. Ber- I, I agree. I like I like Bernie Sanders as a person. I think I'd hang yeah. out with him. When he starts talking about his ideas, I'm like, all right, old man, shut the f*** up. No, 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 no. You make too much money. No, there's no such thing. Of course there is. Let's just look for a nice cabin in your ne- neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah. Bernie, show Next me around lake, Vermont. Show me some lakes. Give me some syrup. Show me the foliage. That's beautiful trees. We have beautiful trees. I have a, a lovely log cabin over here. That's a sisu tree. That's a sisu tree. Be careful. Those things smell like a, an old uh, male prostitute's underpants. But yeah, don't we have some? Here's some other ideas. You make too much money. All right, shut the <laughs> too far. Oh, okay. We're going back to trees and views. I like vistas. Where are you from? I'm from Arizona. Oh, yeah. Arizona. They've got a border problem. We've got to let the Mexicans run free. Shut the f*** up. Yeah, there'd be more trees. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get the it. logging. I understand. The logging is a problem. All right, shut up. Again, Bernie, shut the f*** up. Enjoy the syrup and the pancakes. We're having a good day. Sorry, sometimes I get out of hand and I start uh, espousing my Speaking political views. pancakes. Oh, anyway, yeah, the tax on pancakes got to f*** up. <laughs> I can't help myself. Yes. Bernie drives me nuts, but he's right in this situation. You can't have senators challenging Teamsters to fist fights to solve our dilemmas. And we've got to stop watching it. So the key to this thing is they've got to stop taping it. They've got to stop taping it. We've got to stop knowing everything. It's all about ratings It is clicks. A, well, it is, it's clicks. And, and now this dude's on the news all day, Mark Wayne or whatever his name is. He's popular now. I didn't. I never. Nobody's heard of him outside of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Nobody knows him, and now he's like probably going to run for president just based on his name getting out there this much. That's that dude wanted to beat up the teamster. I like him. He's one of them anti-union types. Should have thrown an elbow into Bernie Sanders' old ass. His head would blow up like a paper mache. I'd like that. It's just weird. So we have to calm down a little bit. And then the other thing when they. Other two senators, they're on the same team, are crying on news that one of them elbowed the other in the kidneys. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy evidently elbowed a dude in the kidneys. They're doing their press conferences in the rotunda, and when Kevin McCarthy walked by one of the guys who tried, he, who did successfully kick him out, evidently he did something. Look. Kidney jab? It's a hard elbow to the kidney unless you're just throwing it backwards and down. And the guy's on TV like a uh, one of the it's just such a pussy. Just, oh, I got elbowed in the kidneys and it stunned me and I really hurt and I think I might have to go to the doctor. It reminds me of when Jim Rich punched David Beering in my cul-de-sac and we ended up getting called to the principal's office the next day. It's happened at like five at night. We're playing football in the cul-de-sac. David Beering was kind of the least athletic person in the bunch and younger than us a little bit. And Jim Rich pushed him up against the wall and then punched him in the back. Not a cool move. Jim Rich was a little crazy. He still might be. I don't know. And so we punch him in the back. David cries, runs to his house. We all kind of break up the football game. Well, this is over. And we go, and it's done. Next day, not John Holmberg, Mark Stevings, Jim Rich. Would you please come to Mr. Benitez's office? All right. What for? There's David sobbing. In the pr- he went to the principal about something happened at 5 o'clock. He punched me in the back where I had a thorn from camp last summer. Like, oh, God, stop it. Take your punch in the back and go. He's the biggest kid out of all of us, too. He's like 6'1", 4th grade. Huge. Man, it's doing there. My mom said I had to call the principal. And we all just rolled our eyes. And then he left the room. And even Principal Benitez looked at us and said, I know you guys. I know. He's a little dramatic. Like, he punched him at 5 o'clock. Does that count? 
Can't we punch each other after school? No, it all kind of counts for school. I'm not so sure that's accurate, but all right, we'll go with it just to get it off your desk. We had to sign papers, but that's kind of what this whole thing. You elbowed me in the kidney, and it hurt a lot. And he went on the news. He called Fox News. Will you guys put me on TV? Kevin McCarthy elbowed my kidneys. You don't get elbowed in the kidney. You might have punched in the kidney. You're giving me a knee. If a guy's elbowing you in the kidney, he's a midget. Why would you throw an elbow to the kidney? You got a perfectly good, like, hook, you know, a little, little lower. I'm going to hit you in the kidney. I'm going to use my fist. Unless we're laying down and your back's turned. Then I can elbow you in the kidney. It's a weird thing to do. We got we, we to gotta stop caring. But we do, and I'm worst. I'm the worst one. John, Bernie, Bernie Sanders being the voice of reason may just be what finally convinces me that we're actually at the end times. This is it. It's all over. You have to understand that I'm the only one making sense anymore. You make too much money. We're going to tax everybody at 97%. Everyone will have 3% of their wages. That means everyone gets 3% of what, and that's perfect. That's perfect. Unless you make over $1,000 a year, then you're getting it all taken away. You live in little houses we provide. That's the way it works. Hiss some syrup. We all tons of that in Vermont, and I will f- anybody up who touches my gavel. And of course, your fees built in, right? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I don't know what's different for politicians. We're the ones making rules for you. We have all the gold. The gold. <laughs> oh, the precious. Yeah, when Bernie said, when I, I remember I watched that on the TV, and I was just like, Bernie Sanders is the one that. Uh, He's keeping it classy. He's the one who's keeping it together. And he's screaming, this is not how America works, which is his whole entire platform. His whole pla- this is not how America works. I'm like, you you don't know. You've like gone against everything America does, and, but you're right. Not how this, not, not how this uh, process works. You're the senator. And it made me think, I think I like Bernie a little bit. And then he, I want to take all your money. All right, never mind. You're done. Shut the f- up, old man. Sanders and Biden. Now, if C-SPAN wants to get me interested in the take-all super fight of the century, I don't need Logan Paul and his brother for this. Bernie and Joe and Trump takes on the winner. Ah! If we're going down that road, it's going to be awfully hard to turn your head away. Where's the octagon inside a crypt? <laughs> Jesus, mausoleum. Could you imagine Trump's hair after first round? Oh, sweaty, shirtless all Trump. Over the place. Oh, but I guarantee you he'd be a he'd be a problem immediately he's going to come out aggressive like he's going to look at joe biden and think well remember joe biden during the campaign a couple years love to meet him behind and out like he was threatening like i'd love to yeah schoolyard fight yeah and it would have been like trump would tear him limb from limb i don't care how much of a biden supporter you are i have a feeling trump's a pussy against a real fight but if he sees that he can take a guy he's running toward him once that let's get it on that's that thing fight happens he's running across the octagon to tear joe apart because he knows there's when he knows he's going to win something he gets cocky and that would be a fun fight to watch and you know he might get stunned joe might have a cross check it's a little hook up underneath gotcha bitch and just lays one out to an overly aggressive fighter with his hands down keeps walking to the wrong corner yeah, he, he, he would never clean rounds look his kamala would be shouting at him and he'd be I looking say rounds oh yeah i don't see her turn the lights on <laughs> Where is she? I just knocked the guy out. I'm gonna kick your ass. You just see him on the other side. I'm gonna bounce. I'm gonna kick his ass. Just say go. Give me the go side. <laughs> and he runs across that octagon, and Joe just dips, whoosh, throws a little uppercut, clocks his chin, turns his lights out. 
I won. I win. I won. This black lady behind me says, I won. I'm going to do everything I can to get you on the bus, baby. Oh, sorry. You're the vice president. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't expect it. I probably ran it a little hot. I want a rematch. <laughs> I would watch it. You would watch it. We'd all watch it. And that would be how we settled our problems. Duels and MMA cage matches. I would watch that. But I can't. Yeah, Trump's hair. It would be like Bill Murray and Kingpin yeah. at the end. Yeah, it would be just <laughs> flopping around. Bigger and McCracken style. <laughs> I just want to thank God for helping me out, although he did very little. I did most of the work myself. The Jim Gray interview. Oh, <laughs> this air went off. Yeah, Rogan and Gray are in there just to... Tell me what you were thinking there. I tell you what right now, Jim Gray. I'm the <laughs> baddest mother on the planet. We all know it. Who do you want next? I want anybody. Anybody who steps up. Anybody with the courage to get in the ring with me. I'm all for it. Not Barack. He's black. They're good at it. <laughs> I want old men. And fast. I'll take Bernie. I'll drop Bernie like a bad habit. Like a two-foot putt at Mar-a-Lago. He's going down. <laughs> That's what our politics has become. And I can't get enough of it. We have to stop. We have to be more interested in salacious nonsense that's on the Learning Channel. That's what South Park made that point years ago. That it dawned on, it dawned on them at a certain point that Honey Boo Boo, my 600-pound life, 90-day fiancé, were all on something called the Learning Channel. <laughs> they gave up on educational television. They gave up on learning. They kept the name, the audacity. And then they put my 1,000-pound sisters on and said, this is part of the Learning Channel. My addictive life. Yeah, and they, and, yeah, hoarders. Everybody's horrible lives. The Learning Channel. You're watching TLC. Now, here's a fat kid with diabetes. My name's Honey Boo Boo. Like, oh my <laughs> God, this is learning. And it shows, but I'm guilty of it. I'm the worst. I am the worst. And then Leah, a good point says these people are representatives, a reflection of who we are as the populace. Not wrong. And that's exactly right. Miss Stevens, you make an excellent point. And you also make too much money. Everybody makes too much money. Everyone. If you have money, that's too much. I want to take that all away. But in the meantime, I'm the voice of reason. This is not how America works, he said. America doesn't work, I also say. So who knows? crazy. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? Got lots of stuff. Uh, of course, it's brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. The, the winter is coming, and it's going to start snowing up there. They're already blowing snow up at Snowball, so uh, you got to get ready for it. All the gear you're going to need is at Action Ride Shop, boots, bindings, skis, whatever. Plus, uh, right now, $10 off a full tune-up if you uh, mention KUPD. And that includes base grind, edges sharpened, and hot yeah. wax, and also... The winter, you know, going up north isn't your thing. You can hit the trails around here. They got all the bikes ready for you. Oh. Pivot, Santa Cruz, Kona, you name it, they got it. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. By the way, Brady, speaking of kids on bikes, you'd have been really uncomfortable yesterday. I was sitting on my front fence uh, with bus in the front yard, and I have uh, my Christmas stuff's up. And there's a big sign on one side that says Merry Christmas and a big sign on the other that, that says Happy Holidays. And I'm not lighting them up. Till after Thanksgiving, because I'm a decent American. Yeah. And this kid comes riding his bike by. Hey, mister. How you doing? Having some trouble getting those lights on? No. Oh, I've noticed that they haven't come on at night the last few nights. Because it's not, and I accidentally said, because it's not even Thanksgiving yet. 
I mean, it's not Thanksgiving yet, kids. Sorry. Yeah, I can't believe next week I'm already off. Souls, you need some help with those lights? Like, no, they work just fine. Could you pop them on for me? No. What? Yeah, he wanted to see him because the signs are kind of You're neat. lying calling you out? Yeah, he's calling me out. Could you? He just was it's like this sweet like 1950s kid on a bike. Could you Could you pop those on for me? And I why don't you just go home, young man? What? Just go on. Get out of here. Keep riding, baby. Huh? Off you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, that was awesome. Told the kid to go off in certain terms. Did he have a sash with all his merit badges no, on it? he was one of those, but he, he didn't want to help me. He just wanted to see the lights on. Yeah. And he was trying to be all shucks, all golly, Opie Taylor. And I'm like, just, just get the f*** out of here, you weirdo. Lights will come on when they come on. Can't believe I already got next week off. Yeah, okay. Get. That's not the dogs what are you doing? Chopper well, sick was, balls. That was a problem with Bus. He likes to, everybody. I'm like, ah, I can't even sick Bussy on his prepubescent nutsack. Why don't you just, just go away? If I gave you five dollars, would you ride away and never come back? Huh? Stupid kid, too. Huh? To everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to turn them on. It's not even <laughs> Thanksgiving. Huh? What, what's wrong with you? Go away. <laughs> if you need some help, uh. And he actually said, "Sos," like he's from a Dennis the Menace cartoon. Sos, if you need any help, get we don't get the <laughs> out of here. Go do something else. Why are you outside? You're a kid in 2023. Shouldn't you be glued to a screen? I'm out, I'm out riding my bike looking at neighbor's lights. You f- nutbag. Here's my iPad. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> here, if I buy you an iPad, will, will that promise be sealed that you'll never show your face again? Huh? You idiot. Go right away. My mom says that you never turn your lights on. Yeah, she's right, because it's, it's f- November 14th. I can't believe you didn't challenge him. I Let's should. go right yeah. now. Hey, cowboy, this is the time. This is the place. <laughs> huh? All right, all right. We don't beat up kids. Who's that? <laughs> is that your grandpa? Yeah, kind of. Anyway, why don't you get the f- out of here? Why is he wearing mittens? It was the first time in my 50s, which I'm relatively new to, that I kicked a kid out of my cul-de-sac. And it won't be the last. It was awesome. You'd have invited him in for big bags of M&Ms and full-size Snickers. And- <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, a new some friend right? from Halloween. We're going to adopt him. Not me. Why don't you just... Take your questions for something out. Get out of here. Huh? <laughs> that noise was in my head for like an hour. Huh? Stop it. Kids infiltrated. It's like body snatchers. Uh, he put a plant in my head. And it made me think of you because I got this from Rochelle. She says, for Pladio happy endings and dirt turkeys, it looks like Brady's people are migrating to my Gilbertian neighborhood. And here we go. Uh, it is a thing for the Seville community. Neighbors, free up your oven this year and let our youth cook your turkey. It comes out perfect every time. <laughs> Incorrect. If perfect is covered in blood, save your spot now. Turkey pits in Gilbert. The kids are digging pits and throwing Where'd turkeys. Where do I get in, in on this? Yeah, exactly. When will you learn your lesson? <laughs> this is a dangerous practice of earth cooking. With white people. If Indians drop this off, we will cook in a cask we put deep in the earth. Maybe. Still probably going to taste too much like corn husks for my liking. No white kid knows how to cook in the earth. None of you. None. Zero. Same as I always say about Native Americans. Y'all never made it rain. Knock it off. Quit with the lie. You're, you're goofing on everybody. White kids in Gilbert, you don't know how to pit cook. You're stealing. That's, that's appropriation. 
You can dig a hole. That's fine. You're going to need that for your wife when you're about 43. I watched Dateline. I know what happens to most rich white kids' wives. Now, the Bloomfields had a pretty good record, John. One bad one is a bad record. Yeah. And they yeah, had a year, bad year. Bad where year. you and Toledo both ate blood turkeys. Ah. Oh. They chopped it open, and the thing was pink like Barbie. They had to put it back in the oven. Yeah, you didn't. They didn't cook it. That's why. White kids with holes in their backyards can't cook. Would you want them to cook at home? I'm 17. I've got a couple projects. I'd love to make your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Go f*** yourself, Trevor. Did you get your money crazy? back on that? Oh, he no, would I never ask for his money back. I would have. Could have. Doesn't matter. Could have. He didn't because he's. he's I put like, it back in the oven. It was delicious. Those kids. How long do you? Because cook guess it for? what? Uh, half hour. All cooked turkeys delicious. Of course, no, it was delicious. It's not. Yes, it is. The pit turkey is. It's, it's good raw turkey. You don't know. You put it in the oven. Smoked turkey. You, good you turkey. go f- yourself. That's true. If it's done by an Indian, a black, or an old man, deep fried. Good. Yeah. Fine. You're not talking about the same thing. We got you off on a tangent of thinking about food. You don't think... it. Good. No. 17-year-old kids dropping off flyers on your windshield saying, let me dig a hole and cook your Thanksgiving meal is a nightmare. No. No. It should be illegal is what it should be. You're not even allowed to cook in a restaurant when you're 18. Until you're 18. You can't. So 17-year-olds digging holes and making food in the backyard and then toting it over to your house. Ask Toledo. He cut into it. It was blood red. You did the same thing. Let's just stuff it in the oven and act like this never happened. And you did. The majority of humanity would be like, ah, oh, God damn it. I let 17-year-olds dig holes and start fires, and I thought that was a good idea for Thanksgiving. Of course it's a bad idea. I'm 17. I'd like to make your dinner tonight. What do you think? Okay, what are we having? Probably ramen, because that's what, or cereal. <laughs> no, I'm actually a really, I'm a, I'm a, Pretty established chef. Got a bowl of cocoa puffs. You've seen Junior Master Chef. Yeah, I have, and it's awful. (laughs) Your thirty-minute timeline is way off. We had put ours back in for almost three hours. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was completely uncooked. Exactly, a turkey in earth that just got pulled out of earth like a potato and handed to the Toledo family. They didn't put enough fire on it. That'll be sixty dollars, Mister Toledo. And I think it froze (laughs) that night. Of course. Did we have a little issue with our product this year, sir? Let me borrow my dad's car and we can discuss this. No. Worse than that, I had no point of contact. He's my point of contact. Oh, for Christ. So you're getting the... I'm not going to yell. I checked the turkeys. I'm like, oh, this one's way undercooked. I'll give that to Toledo. Bottom line was, yeah, you tried to kill Toledo. That's... (laughs) All right. You're no different than that guy that kicked a dude in that hockey game. (laughs) Yeah. I'll kill Toledo with this one. Were you and Eric making turkeys that year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Teamed up. <laughs> hey, bro. I think we can kill Toledo with a bad turkey. He'll eat it. I'm in. Now, Brady is far too forgiving and kind to the neighborhood kids. But I'll tell you this. I guarantee if a couple of Mexican kids, 14, 15 years old, say, what's up, f***er? We want to make you a turkey. And we're digging holes. No, thanks there, Guadalupe. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> My turkeys only go through Trevor's, Hayden's, and Braden's. Blonde-haired blue eye. Uh, I don't like the look of this. <laughs> thanks for trying. You can dig the hole. I know that'll happen faster. Aryan Aryan turkeys over there or yeah. what? Oh, it is Aryan. 100%. <laughs> There's never been a truer sentence than Brady will only eat an Aryan turkey. 
If there's a blonde Jesus on the wall, look <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, he will let them. Oh he God. will let a 17 year old make him dinner. Never in the history of 17 year olds do you want them. I remember my dad. I was making a hamburger. I was 17, and I used to. I make a rare burger, and I'm making these thick, juicy burgers. And my dad comes home, and he goes, "Where's your mother?" Because my dad's first two words coming in the door was, "What's for sup?" and "Where's your mother?" But in this case, he recognized if I'm cooking, "What's for sup's out." Where's your mother? That was like super concerned that she had left. And I think that was on his mind every day. And eventually it happened. <laughs> Where's your mother? Is she still? Oh, whew, got away with another day. <laughs> he came home. He sees me. Where's your mother? And I'm like, oh, she's doing something with Dana, uh, making burgers. You want one? Yeah. You going to make that burger? Is your mother coming home soon? Like, I got it. It's a burger. How hard to me? He's probably thinking to himself, hey, he's 17. Make a burger. Smash this giant thing together. Pour barbecue sauce and put it in there. And I make the burger the way I like it. Rare. <laughs> Put the buns on there, pop it on a plate, hand it over to Dan, steaming. Looks great from the outside, but when you bite in, there's like, the cows don't make a noise. <laughs> he takes this stuff, grabs a drink, goes down to the, because we never ate at a table, we're Americans, so we put it down at the thing turns the TV on, and the next thing I hear is, Jesus, mother... Oh, God! What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Just spitting all of unnecessary dramatics of like... Like, you only took one bite. There's not that much of spitting up lunch. Jesus, where's your mother? I'm like, oh, we've answered that already. <laughs> spitting this burger. Oh, God! Oh! This is... And he threw the whole burger out. Like, I couldn't even put it back on for him. Um... A mess. What happened? I thought we loved each other. We were family. That was horrible. Oh, I'm like, do you want to get a pizza or something? I said, I'll never eat again. Oh, why did I trust you? Where's your mother? Where's your goddamn mother? Please get her. You're not my boy. Call your mother. Find her. Get on your bike. Find her. Where did that go wrong? And he did one bite, and it was, but he was right. Because I'm 17, I was stupid making a rare burger for a guy without asking. You don't think, you just do what you like. Digging holes in backyards for 17-year-olds and stuffing food that is really, really not easy to cook. If you do it wrong, you make a lot of people ill. I'd love to make dinner for you and your family and raise money for the Mormon Tabernacle Dickhead Club. How big was that pit? They had, they had 50 birds in Thank there you, at least. 200. Yeah. Yeah. Not 200 worth it. birds. Yeah. And you know what? Birds. I noticed a lot of for sale signs in the neighborhood the next year because of all the death. <laughs> Don't do it. Hopkins I, had a field day. Hopkins is with It's like Vietnam over there. There's people wandering around sick. 200 birds at 25 bucks a pull. We're raking it in, bro. And I don't even think they care if we cook them. Brady didn't even I gave him a raw one. He made it himself and then still gives us props, bro. So did you have to supply the turkeys too then? Or yeah, you drop the turkey off? Yeah. And then they put it in yeah, the ground? Yeah, you buy the turkey and then you, you pay You pay 25 bucks it. for somebody to cook your turkey? Yep. Yeah. And they probably kicked it around like Ted Williams' head for the, a half hour. The one hour thing I will say, the back. year before, it was spot on. Yeah. It was awesome, which is why I went I back for the second year. F- don't trust 17-year-old boys. And now I know. Now I know cooking. you're right. The, I'm 50-50. The, the f- <laughs> state government doesn't trust them to make burgers. They have to work the fryer for a while. When you're 18 or 19, then you can move over to the actual cooking part. Well, now they don't even have to cook. That's right, Rarely. Brady. There's a reason why, because things were going so wrong. John, 
Let me inform you on this because you're forgetting to mention the three things teen kids do on a constant basis. Jerk off. One, scratch their balls. <laughs> Two. Two, scratch their ass. <laughs> Three, they don't wash their hands. Ever. And then to add in your fourth, they yeah, here's jerk off all the time. Gilbert, they're always. No, they're not always clean. They just look clean. Just like the turkey looked cooked. Just like the burger had a char on the outside. They seem human, but they're not. They're not done yet. Just like that rare burger I gave my dad. You do not trust them to cook salmonella-based product. And it isn't cute, Gilbert. It isn't cute. You're trying to kill an entire community. And then say, well, they're just kids trying. Pit turkey. You know, it's it's they're just a they're really they're they're entrepreneurial. I don't know why you're stepping on their dreams. They're taking twenty five bucks from the neighbors because you, they know that Mormons hate saying no. Mormons and Brady, who might as well be one. This Brady. kid's name, Jim Jones? Pretty much. <laughs> might as well. Jim Jones had, uh, a, you know, he was more tactful at least. <laughs> Jim Jones at least gave you something in return. Don't. Do not. I might, I might start a petition. Do not let 17-year-old kids cook your Thanksgiving dinner. Don't. Think of it. The last 17-year-old you met, would you let him work your kitchen? Ever? He's a liability. I wouldn't let a 17-year-old near the grill. I'm going to get sued. If Toledo's kid came over right now and goes, I'd like to fire up a couple of steaks. No, not at my house. Go to the park. Sue the city when you burn your face. (laughs) Valid points, John. All valid points. points. And don't you dare bring up turkey is good because, of course, it is. God damn it. That's why adults cook it. You realize he's offended every time you bring up this this conversation. Because it only happened once. It was a learning curve i had three good years and the last one was a bad one you know what brady nicole and i had a few good years so you're right it only happened once i'm just saying i I like to look at the good years (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) that's right you're going back this year aren't you no no let's let's wheel in a guy about uh, it only happened once the atv was really cool up until that day They learned Hart won some races, but it only happened once. Was the end? No, they sold. They oh, sold okay. their place. They oh, had right. to. Yeah, they were forced no. out. <laughs> forced out. All the lawsuits made it so they needed money. Seventeen-year-olds cooking your meal? No, is the answer. And they put out cute little flyers. It's the Pratt Brothers Christmas. Not interested in any of this stuff. Hopefully, they do a test firing in oh. the uh, Gilbert neighborhood this year. And they dig holes in the. And that's how accommodating these goddamn Mormon parents are. Is you can tear up my backyard to cook. It was because it's that county island that's right by you, right? It was where that it was where it's the one was. It's not in the HOA. Yeah, it's the horse properties. They little, five I'll huge say, county island. We rings. can do what we want. I'll Dig holes it. everywhere. You little pieces of shit. Knock it off. <laughs> no one wants your. No, we're not making a good turkey. Shut up! Everyone makes a good turkey. Turkey's good. If I wanted to bury it in my backyard and cook it that way, that's up to me. But no seventeen-year-old is going to cook my dinner ever. You go to Steak 44. What do they have back there? A bunch of juniors? High school? <laughs> what do you get? A rare filet mignon? Okay. <laughs> idiots. They're idiots. They're idiots. Donkey! Yeah, you don't see that on Hell's Kitchen as the 17-year-old's going, You are all over me, bro! You have killed 12 people with raw turkey! <laughs> Turkey's good, ass Brady. Brady's an idiot! Get off my ass! <laughs> get off my back, brah! 
17, my friend's 17-year-old kid, he's normal now, but from 15 to 18, alien, alien human being. No, You're dealing with it right now. Oh, yeah. No concept of how humanity works. The last thing I want him to do is make fish, turkey, or chicken. Alex, you're in charge of the turkey this year. Oh, God. Can you imagine? (laughs) We'll we'll be down the street at Lisa's sister's house. You go ahead. How bad? Do it. Do it and bring it to Brady. Brady. Alex is going to cook your Thanksgiving, and you can't be in the kitchen at all. Tell and when it's done, you just yeah, eat it. Couldn't do you it. You couldn't, couldn't because it. why? Yeah. He's not a Mormon boy. You yeah. have to deal with later. Yeah, he's That's with us next point. week. That's tell you what, point. when he comes back on Sunday, I'll I'll tell him that. Yeah, you cook him Brady's we'll entire Thanksgiving spread. Monday morning when we start Plady, I'll tell you how his response. Suddenly, was this cooking. accommodating face of like, come on, uh, go ahead, let Alex make your entire Thanksgiving spread. That face right now, I might as well just Actually, say, cut your dick off. Not even the entire thing. <laughs> name name a dish, and I'll have him make yeah. it. Yeah, you don't a, want him to cook the one. turkey. Have him do the Jello with the bananas. It's going to have- got it um, this year. Uh, it's taken care of. I don't yep. care. Have him yeah. add to it. But I could have him make a dish. There you go. Come up go. with something. I'll, I'll, don't help I would him. love to see his face. Have him do jello he, and bananas. He'll forget. <laughs> what? He, oh, is that this morning? Well, hold on. Three days. Why would he forget and Pit Turkey Mormon won't forget? Oh, they did forget to finish. That's right. <laughs> they did. Oh. I, I'm sorry. Brady's right. They all forget one crucial element. Cooking it. <laughs> once. Right. Hey, guess what? The Space Shuttle Challenger was pretty kick-ass, except for once. The one part. Brett, what's wrong with them? Why am I the only one? I feel like I I know where Holberg's coming from. Being the voice of reason is hard. Those kids are cool. No, they're not. No 17-year-old should be allowed to cook me dinner, ever. Kennedy loved driving around in a convertible once. There is nothing better than a uh, November day in (laughs) Dallas. That is for sure. This is my 12th (laughs) once. (laughs) I have a little scratch in my throat. Oh, geez, there's a hole there. <laughs> once. It only happened once. Oh, I tried to murder me once. Kennedy probably did some pit turkeys younger. And that person was pissed off right. eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it would breed that. Didn't like my pit turkey, eh, huh? All right, then, Mr. Kennedy. But bottom line is these flyers that are going out, and I thank Rochelle for bringing it to my attention. The people of Seville unite that against That being said, it. is she in? Hell no. She's normal. I know, Rochelle. She's nice. She's a normal lady. 17-year-olds offering to cook you dinner. That is a zero-sum win for No one wins there. You'd never do it. Just And it's weird that you trusted them so much to do it in a weird way. Like, if they knocked on your door in June, I want to make you dinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> you would even be like, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Why not? I'm good at stuff. Come on, bro. Bro. Why are you stepping on my dreams, bro? Thank you, Rochelle. I'm sorry. We got all the way through that. Brought this goddamn pit turkey thing that he defends, and I'm just trying to help. Uh, what do you want to hear, Brett? Uh, well, we got tons of stuff up there. Fear Factory, Volbeat. What's that? <laughs> just another victim by Helmet and House yeah, of Pain. That, that, yeah. would be, that would be fitting, actually, <laughs> after this conversation. There it is. That's your wake-up song. Just another victim. I'm not feeling so good. You're not going to make it, Mr. Bogan. You wait. <laughs> Copious amounts of salmonella turkey. and Yeah, but the kids tried, and I think that's... Jack dogs! I should have never done this! But just out of your stubborn nature, you'd never say, John was right! <laughs> no. You, yeah, you'd lay John, in your, you're right. You would lay in your hospital bed. I don't know, those kids. It was good three other times. They're cutting your arms off. You know that, right? Like the blood flows over. <laughs> that was bound to happen. Okay. You're just impossible <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> 
wasn't because of the kids. They gave it their all. Thumper and Jeffy. It was a fun learning experience. Shrub Bunny and all the kids. <laughs> now I know, and so do they. I hope they learn to keep it in the dirt for another hour. What is wrong with everyone? Where's Dirty Dining Guy on Channel 3 for this one? Some 17-year-olds digging holes, putting perfectly good turkeys in the ground, acting like they're doing a favor to the neighborhood. Terrible idea. Just terrible. In fact, if you see a 17-year-old digging a hole on county property, get the shovel from him and finish him. <laughs> Take him down. What are you doing? You're ter- this, is, you're built, this is a mass grave you're digging. Yeah, but it's for turkeys. But eventually we're going to have to put the bodies those turkeys went into in these holes. Jackasses. Didn't you hear the Call of Duty 3 is out? Go home. <laughs> anyway, just another victim. We'll do it. Helmet and House of Pain. Breaking this one off for you pit turkey idiots. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Behind. Mr. Brownstone, that's a song about heroin, Colleen. So every time you think about masturbating and you love rock and roll, just remember, Mr. Brownstone, about a horrible heroin addiction. So when your kids are in the car listening to that music you love so much, don't blame me for talking about my willy. Colleen Buttpipe. She complained yesterday that she didn't like the topic we discussed when it became to keep your masturbation stories to yourself and play more songs like Mr. Brownstone. <laughs> Good old wholesome entertainment. My kids are in the car. Okay. You got it. By the way, Ian Schwartz from Channel 3 is now going to do a story on the turkey pits. I told Good. him, I'm like, send that. Don't you start acting like you're on my side with this. I don't like your. That's false. That's inauthentic nonsense. You go stand in the corner over there with your thoughts. He's going to get that Jason Berry guy over there. Look, Brady, there's a bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. Hopping on my coattails on this hating kids thing. Stop it. He's wasting his time. No, he's, he's not. messing with the wrong people. Good, mess all day long. If That's what Chuck said to me about the Catholics, and I took him down. <laughs> they cowered, and because they killed a man, and I pointed it out, and we weren't allowed to talk about it? Are you kidding? That was a long time ago, but you don't know who you're messing with. You leave those Catholics alone. Why? They killed, a, they killed an Indian. I've been doing that for ages. Uh, yeah, so he's going to send that. Imagine Jason Barry's like, we went to a restaurant where there were hundreds of uncooked turkeys stacked on each other outside <laughs> and dirt surrounded the kitchen. Not going to pass many tests with that one. What's in that dirt? Mud and dirt everywhere. Did he go? All right, awesome. We don't have to worry about pooping during the Brady Report. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, send that Jason over there to one of these turkey pit dirty dining things and take the kid love out of it. Think of humanity. Now it's time for the Brady Report, as misguided as it may be around the holidays. <laughs> uh, and tonight, some more football. We got football. Who's playing tonight? Oh, is this oh, Ravens, a good one? Ravens, Bengals, Bengals tonight. Yeah. It's to make up for that mess last week with the Panthers and Browns or uh, Bears. Ravens, Bengals, good game tonight. Uh, and if you're ready for that game, you can head to Hooters uh, and watch it there. Uh, you got football specials that start right when the game starts around six o'clock. Two dollars off any ten wings, which isn't. Uh, that's nothing to shake your tail feathers out there. That's like it's, that's almost all of it. It's not much for ten wings in the first place. Uh, you go to Hooters and grab those. Get two bucks off any ten wings and watch some football. Beautiful, beautiful football tonight. Good game. 
AFC North football. We respect that. It's going to be a slog. And I'm rooting for the Bengals. Just dismantle that dummy Lamar Jackson. I had to try hard, but I'm so sleepy. Just open your eyes, Lamar. Anyway, uh, that's tonight. Hooters, thank you. Brady, report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Great American Smoke Out today. This is today? Yeah. It's worked, by the way. That's the one thing that they put a... Eh, it's worked. As a parent of an 18-year-old. It's worked. Now they're just vaping, though. Yeah, Toledo. It's Nobody smokes like they used to. Not no, even I feel close. like it's coming back. Go down to ASU. Yeah, I think you dabble, but I don't think smoking is anywhere near what it used to. The smoke out day worked. And I think, you know what else was a big catalyst that we can thank to stop smoking? That horrible cancer. <laughs> cancer seemed to kind of be the, hey, once they tied those things together for sure, smoking started to kind of dwindle. Yeah, it isn't what it used to be. A couple of baseless fun facts. LOL started back in the 1980s. Hmm. A Canadian teenager named Wayne Pearson. Used it on a bulletin board system, one of the earliest forms of internet chat rooms, when a friend said something funny. Instead of trying to type it out completely, he just went LOL. Then a friend asked what it meant. He told him. It caught on. I laughed out loud. Spreading throughout the forum. It's overused. There's only one word that starts with the letter X in all of Shakespeare. It's in The Taming of the Shrew. Xerxes. A character mentions Socrates' wife. Xena. Xanthipi. Xanthipi. <laughs> or Xanthipe. I'm so Xanthipe. <laughs> Thanks, Lamar. There's a town in western Pennsylvania called Denora with only 4,800, population 4,800. Salute. But it's uh, where two of the greatest baseball players who have ever lived are from. Where is it? Denora, Pennsylvania. It's Ted Williams. Fifty year, they're fifty years apart. Stan, Stan Musial. Yep, nineteen twenty. Ken Griffey Jr. Nineteen sixty nine. Wow. Ken Griffey Sr. is not from this tiny town in Pennsylvania. Only Ken Griffey Jr. He left. <laughs> Ken Griffey Sr. He wasn't <laughs> around. He was, he was in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I mean, yeah. why were they living there? And better taxes. <laughs> Must have been. Just not to be in Ohio. Anything to not be in Ohio. Right. I found out he, uh, no, Ken Griffey Jr.'s involved. Pool holes, they're starting uh, looking to do a baseball league in the, in Dubai. Oh, boy. There's two oh, other guys. How did you find that? Why do you this? know that? Yeah, I was talking to that. <laughs> Is that where Tom Brenneman gets a That's where Brenneman's going. Brenneman I'll tell you right now, I've got myself a job, and they encourage me to say the homo F word over there. This guy's acting like a pure f- out there. Anyway, two and one. That's that would uh, destroy baseball. Major League Baseball would lose so many players because you think about it. Right oh, now, these guys are making what thirty, forty million a year. See, I don't know if they're going to go after. Ooh. I think that it's almost like another farm league in a way. But you better hope so. Yeah, because if they're throwing a hundred million at a pitcher, yeah. there's no reason for him to stay here. It's like what golf did. Yeah, Garrett Cole's going to be on the next flight. Oh, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. And it'll be those guys that go. Yeah. They're B-level, upper echelon guys. On Gilligan's Island, it's not clear if Gilligan was his first name or last name. He was always just referred to as Gilligan. They never mentioned his full name? Nope. 
Nope. It's not like Shaggy, who I think was Nelson Shaggy Rogers or Roger Nelson. I think Prince it was Nelson. Nelson. He's his prince. Yeah, same name. According to a new survey, the average American expects to gain eight pounds over the holidays this year. Expects? That's up from five, five and a half pounds on the same survey last year. The average American expects to put on eight pounds in a couple of weeks? Yep. That's putting it together, average 72% American. 72% of people say they're planning on enjoying the end of the year without worrying about their diet. That's why January always sucks. Here's a trend. I'm going to try not to do that. I'm going to go out of my way to not gain eight pounds. Here's a little uh, trend that's happening. It started last year, but it's now picking up even more steam. Christmas lists with a PowerPoint presentation. The reason why more and more kids are doing it, because now you can do it on smart TVs. You can do it on your phone, throw it on the TV. And they find that when they do the PowerPoint presentations, it impresses their parents. They ask for a lot more because they they click links to where you can get it. They gave an example. This girl, Kayla, did the presentation the other day to her mom. She was asking for $2,500 worth of stuff. It's a lot. But she seems industrious, and why not just reward her for making a PowerPoint yeah. presentation? Which, Very impressive, honey. Which was a late 90s, early 2000s activity. Yeah. These kids the can summer. do a lot better than PowerPoint. That's really manipulative because they're, they're impressing their parents with what used to be their parents' thing to do. PowerPoint presentations don't happen as much anymore, do they? No, not well, not as much. Not yet. like they were. I don't know. We've never been in that world of PowerPoint, really. I really had a job. Unless there's a consultant in the room. But now it's, like I said, even more easier with your phone. That's right. Throw on the TV. Babycenter.com has released its annual report of the top baby names of the year. The most popular for girls, three years in a row. Hannah. Olivia. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a ton of Olivias in the next 10 years. Olivia's been in the top 10 for 20 years. Isabel, probably up there. Number two was... Amelia. Still naming it after that failure. Sorry. (laughs) Number two was Emma. Amelia was three. Amelia is not someone to, you know, that's like naming your kid Lee Harvey. Sophia, (laughs) Charlotte. Adolph. Adolph, Lee Harvey, Amelia. All failures. Isabella, Mia, Luna, Evelyn. Most popular boy name? Sirhan. Caden or Braden. It ends a four-year streak for Liam. Oh, that's right. Number one for four years in a row. Noah. Oh. But the trend that's different, it looks like the uh, names ending in EN are on a downward. They're over. The humor is paying off. Yeah, the Braden, the Hayden, ripping. Cadence have destroyed. Well, I mean, also, Braden's and Hayden's and Cadence coming back from school going, there's nine of us in every class I'm in. There's too many Braden, Hayden, and Cadence. So Noah was uh, number one. Number two, Liam. Oliver, number three. Elijah, Mateo, Lucas, Levi, Leo, Ezra, and Luca. When will it come back? John, Richard, David, Brett, Mike. We used to dominate. Yeah, the uh, Jaden, Raiden, Caden are trending down, but they're still in the top 500. What's past 500? How many names are there? (laughs) 
I mean, how do you get to? They rank them what's all Lucifer the way down number to uh, five hundred one or something. Well, if Amelia's three. Well, Barbara is still is at uh, one thousand three hundred fifty six for boys, for women. Oh, and then Ken is at uh, two thousand six hundred twelve. Oh, those might make a charge. They're up, yeah, from last year, but not as much. And even the uh, Robert has gone up, and they believe that's from Oppenheimer and. Really? People naming their kids after Oppenheimer. <laughs> Interesting. What kind of psychopath are you? You know, I really admired Oppenheimer and his work. Why don't you just call your kid down with Japs? <laughs> Another poll found that a third of us think we'd be among the last ones standing if the apocalypse were to happen. Not me. Uh, they're saying that might be a little overconfident there. The top reasons people think they'd be, they do well is their solid survival skills, their ability to adapt in any situation. The survey was commissioned by a sandwich chain, didn't say. So they asked people which foods would they miss the most. This is where it didn't work out well for the sandwich chain. Yeah. Uh, the number one was pizza, not sandwiches. How long do you think you last? Apocalypse starts in an hour. How long do you think you go? <laughs> well, just, the you know, 30 days. Rip. Without any violence. I'm done. Yeah, it's not fast. Toledo? Yeah, I'm done too. I think yeah. Brett lasts longer than all of us. Yeah. He's got skills. You may be second. Brady's dead in three hours. Dinner's not ready. And I'd be, uh, I'd probably kill myself recognizing that there's absolutely no hope for me. We have no skills, Brady. I'd get know. trampled by one of them horses from the four horsemen. Just, I'm done. <laughs> just standing in front of the horse. Yep. You guys need there to slow go. down. Done. Yeah, Brett, you could actually do I stuff. I think I could do stuff. You, you're. You'd do it poorly, but you'd still have skills. Like You'd be like the Amish guys, like, all right, you hold the hammer. I can get it done. <laughs> Your woodworking is better than anything I can do, but still. You're not needing finished work at the apocalypse. I can get things <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. Oh, you're going to be building homes and shelters yeah, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not putting in finished carpentry. I can get things done. In Caskets? Basic... Sure. Oh, I can get a casket no, in the first yeah. hour. You're going to have to build That'll one pretty first too sale. sweet, my friend, because we're going to need two right off <laughs> the bat. That'll be my first sale. One wide, one regular. I'm going out fast. There's no way. I have no skills. I'd get by on bullshit with people for food for like a week before they figured me out. Yeah, if there's attacking and stuff going on, yeah, that wouldn't last too long. Well, I'd probably do better in like that kind of world. When it comes down to like actual surviving, I'd be all right in the Well, in I know the, I got 120 fight. days of supplies in my pantry. <laughs> 120 in days garage. of you? You don't have a pantry that big. 120 days supply for you is a Walmart. No, you wouldn't make it either. You don't have any good skills that are viable. I People don't have are, any. were to add, uh, they asked the name the top teammates they'd want on their apocalypse survival team. The nut jobs that we don't talk to right now. The guys yeah. in the office yeah. that bag their own meats. The number one answer was The Rock. Nope. Why? He die fast. He's soft he got more votes be. than Superman. That's terribly stupid. The top five: The Rock, Chuck Norris, Superman, John Cena, and MacGyver. MacGyver, yes. Not a single woman in the top ten. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm sorry. Elon Musk was ninth. Yeah, see, he'd be one I'd go to because even though he's out of money, he's got he's like he could engineer inventive. Stuff. Yeah, you want engineers? You want guys with good hands? That's why Brett would be great because he could fix up cars we found. Like I don't know how good you would be, but you and your dad wandered around going, "Hey, we need those Vesley boys. Come over here and 
get this thing running again so we can drive out. Get to another city. Yeah. And you know who'd be doing that? You and me. (laughs) How do we get hold of them? I don't know. Our phones don't work. What do you need? A wrench? Do we have to walk to Brett's house? Yeah. I'm not going to make that walk. (laughs) I know. You'd be going door to door until somebody just shot you in the head. Trusting humanity. I think I'd be good on the trading no, aspect. You'd be though. terrible. You'd be dead the first hour. I got to have some stuff to trade. In the though. first hour, you'd still be like thinking we can talk to the others. Let me go over there and chat with this guy. Everybody is in survival mode. They're going to shoot anybody knocking at their door. Hans, booby. Yeah, you'd be that guy. <laughs> I'd be the guy just waiting for the end. I No skill. None. This 57-year-old woman named Sandra Henson. Just pleaded guilty to larceny, trespassing, disturbing the peace. She's a wedding crasher. Oh, boy. And she's been doing it for a while. And she's been going around. She was arrested in Alabama, but she was crashing weddings in Tennessee and Mississippi. We're talking thousands of dollars. She'd go in there in the wedding and... Pick up all the envelopes, pocket those. Wow! Enjoy the, enjoy the spread and That's leave. That's pretty good stuff, right there. That's what real wedding crashing is. And she looked like uh, someone's aunt from one of the families visiting. You'd never know. Oh, nobody's going to question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy, and I don't know if this is in defense of something I'm not really proud to read, but I'm gonna. Ethan says, excuse me, Brett, did you lump Adolf and Amelia in the same bunch? That's terrible. Amelia couldn't fly one plane over water. Adolf almost took over the world. He got stuff done. All right. This is in defense of Hitler. We were putting names, dude. I know, but in defense of Hitler is never a good email to send. (laughs) Ever. Just to let you know. In the future, Ethan, when you start saying, over Adolf? Really? No. Unless we're talking about worst person alive. (laughs) If the topic is who's the worst guy who's ever walked on the planet, you have an over Adolf argument. Amelia Earhart, I do think she's a failure, and it would be similar to what Brett said, his name and your kid Adolf. You named your kid after Amelia Earhart? Why? Why not just name her Boom Goes the Dynamite? (laughs) Is my son Epic Fail, my daughter Amelia? In Philadelphia, police are looking for five men who stole meat off a truck. The truck was carrying a load about uh, valued at seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of meat. Wow. Brett, you know that. No, falls off truck. Meat always falls off trucks. I've had trouble with locks. Falls. For ages. The guy came up to the guy in the cab and made a little move towards his hip, saying he's got a I'm carrying a gun. We just need to you open the back and take some stuff. A they, cab driver pulled the semi. No, the truck? guy that. Well, the, the guy's cab. pulled up in a car. Oh, in his cab. I yeah, see what you're saying. I thought you said cab. a guy in a cab. It's like what? No, in the. And so they didn't get – they got about $73,000 worth of meat. Damn. Which was 184 cases. Still a good And that hole. was only 10% of the meat that was there? Yeah. yeah. And some of them were um, – you know, it had meat. It also had uh, some crab in there too. Oh, there you go. You better hope you have a big refrigerator. Just in time for the holidays, the new Kit Kat Frosted Donut. Chocolate hmm. Frosted Donut Kit Kat. I don't even know how that works. Is oh, it's like an actual of Kit, Kit Kat. Kat. Yeah, with but a... it's flavored like a chocolate frosted donut. Isn't it already, it sort of? It's yeah. chocolate and crunchy. Yeah, it doesn't sound like too far of a stretch, but... 
Uh, It'll go great in the stocking this year. Donut flavored milk chocolate, which I think like their milk chocolate is sort of chocolate donut flavored already. We're in Japan. They have like all these gourmet Kit Kats. They have green tea Kit Kats, miso Kit Kats. Yeah. And today at Starbucks, they're giving away the uh, limited edition reusable red holiday cups when customers order any size holiday beverage. Get into the holiday spirit. Right. Videos. Let's get to some brand new videos. Yeah, that's First true. One. If somebody just said, Brady wondering how long he's going to survive, didn't think about a CPAP. Oh, that's right. You don't have electricity and all that stuff. And if you even fire up a generator. I got, I yeah, got a backup. I got a mouthpiece. everybody to. Oh, you got a mouthpiece for that? Okay, yeah. that's good. At least does that mouthpiece keeps going. mouthpiece work? Yeah, it does. Why don't you just go with that all the time then? Um... Because you roll, I mean, I'm fine. I have, I, uh, I didn't ask you that. Why don't you use just the mouthpiece? I'm in the process of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is <that a> process? <laughs> Am I witnessing that right now? I think so. Yeah, because you, you, it, the adjustment is so about weird. a two week period. Oh, so you're, so you're, you're sleeping by yourself? Hold on, you're yeah. weaning yourself off the seat. Yeah, pack. I have to wean. Well, I will. You uh, have it then. No, you not yet. I've done started. a night, and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready to, because I know anything that you change up will take a week or two. No, you don't know that. I'm hoping. Yeah. So you haven't done it. You did it one night. It went terribly bad, and you jumped right I back into it. the CPAP. Yes. Okay. So, so it doesn't work. Does so your backup mouthpiece no, it, right now is an idea. It is not, in theory, a workable thing. It takes an adjustment. But right. under like the said, pressure of the apocalypse, you, you transition <laughs> right. really you will. quickly. Yeah, you, have you don't no have choice. an option. Right. But Otherwise, at least you know you could sleep better with that. Yeah, people are going to yeah. find you quickly if you you're dead don't get it. You're in. dead in a day. <laughs> with a mouthpiece in your mouth, choking to death on it. And we would have food for a week because I would eat you first. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is, uh, you know, that horrific story, that hockey game. Oh, yeah. This is an example of proper hockey fighting. Oh, okay. A good hockey fight. This guy skating across the center line. He's squared up against yes, another man. Chiefs. Oh, it's the Chiefs. It is. And they go at it. And they're, oh, they're Marcus Queensberry style. They're, you know, in their fighting positions. Little footwork going on. First punch thrown rights, rights, rights. Everybody's got a right. We're going, baby. Gotta hold on. Oh, Each yeah. guy oh. landing their right. Bear. One after oh, the loser. Oh, oh. Oh, the guy in the white shirt's about to go down. Guy in the no, red shirt. Oh, no, the Toronto red shirt. Guy's oh, coming back right. Another right. Another. Oh, right from whitey, right from red. Oh, it's never ending. I thought Red's going for the sweater here. Get the sweater over his head. There we go. He's got sweater. Oh, left now being thrown by the guy in the white. Didn't yeah, see that. He did change it up pretty Southpaw. good. He's going to Southpaw. He moved back to the right. His power hand. Both no one to the ice. How we doing? We good? Shake hands. Good day, sir. Well and done, separate. John. That is how hockey fighting works. A draw. You wipe the blood and his name is Bussy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's probably why they're fighting. That's right. <laughs> you just call me boy. That's it. Put him up. Nice work. That's a fun fight right there. That's one we can put on our Facebook page. And now I've got another person emailing me. Now, hey, come on. Hitler wasn't the worst. All right. Jesus Christmas. Hey, Although, come on now. strong argument. I think we can both agree if given time and freedom to just take care of one guy in the history. Dave Pratt, Hitler, Guy Fieri. That's true. I think that is the order I would use as well. That's worse than Hitler. Next one's a bus running over a biker. This is pretty brutal. From the bus's POV. Yeah. Right off the front 
view. Now you'll see oh, it's side mirror. Side, side swiping. Mirror. Oh, now that's watch that's, oh, oh. in the front. Now watch. Oh, oh man, explosion! Like a head popped off. Yes. All right, that's a bike hitting a bus, by the way. Yeah, she hit hit the she bus. She hit the oh, side of it and then slid under the backseat, and then something shoots oh. off the shoulders. <laughs> and she's not wearing a helmet, so that is definitely a head. It got squeezed like a zit. Okay, and it's on One Pop News. Yep, there you go. It's, a, right. new, it's a new source. One Pop oh, Crime oh. and One Pop Noticias. Women get squished by truck. All right, go ahead. This is some hot dog and gone wrong. I don't know Motorcycles. if you've seen this one before. but doesn't matter. They're... You know, you two different ways. Oh. It's like parading. Oh, One goes it. off the side and listen to this. Oh. oh, head on motorcycle Man. collision on some sort of weird narrow race. Then you got to stop the other guys. Oh, no, they don't stop. No, they're mo- they finally got out of control. Did I just that. see a guy in an old Kareem Abdul Jabbar jersey? Where are we? There's a, There's a Michael chance. Jordan. There's, There's a Kareem. Golden, isn't there a Golden oh, no, State? that's Golden State. City jersey. But wait, there's another one that I think that might be Steph Curry, but there's a Chicago Bull in this mix, too. Right there. There he right is. There. <laughs> and there's. Yep, you're right. There's Kareem. No, that was a Durant. That might have been Durant. That might have been Kevin Durant. That might have been Rodman or Pippen. There's a lot of free jerseys. The NBA's doing a nice job clothing these Who people. Who is 25 on the Bulls? 25? That's a mistake. Five? That was one of the mistake shirts they sent over. This is 25, isn't it? That That's Derek 35 Rose? on that one. Derrick Rose is that, isn't 25. He's 23. He's 23. But no, Jordan's 23. No one knows. I think that's got to be a Jordan jersey. <laughs> There's a lot of death and carnage. We're trying to figure out how they got these cool jerseys. All right. This is an old uh, javelin throw. It says oh, it the dude it's almost hot. died. Look on an ahaha. He throws the javelin. And he, yeah, oh, this goes right through the referee, doesn't it? Oh, right oh, into his arm. Man. You didn't Pulls it see out. that. You had one job. <laughs> you had one job, javelin referee. Watch for javelins. <laughs> Isn't he Jesus. It landed right here. 68 meters. And he got cheated by a couple feet, right? Because yeah. it didn't, yeah. the it didn't yeah. go all the way through, so they had doesn't to adjust. Doesn't count. <laughs> you had one, absolutely one job. Like the comments. This is Sparta. <laughs> Touchdown. That's Tom Brady. He completes everything. Right. He threw it right through the javelin judge. Look up, dummy. Last what, was one's he, what was he doing? He took, his, he took his eye off the ball <laughs> just, for a just second. Split second. It's not like Lagolas like, was there shooting a right. hundred of them. Like, what did yeah. he think? Something landed in front of him? You're yeah. in the middle of the landing zone. You should give those guys those shields like in Braveheart. Yes. Get under yes. it for a second. Just in case you can't get out of the way of the one javelin head in your way that you're there to judge. Yeah, the six foot you, pole coming yeah, right at you. That I mean, is your job yeah. to keep an eye on. And if you hit the, the shield, extra yeah. points. Oh, there you go. Yeah, guys have to stand up. Well, then they just put Targets out there. I don't need men for that. All right. Last one, I'll say it's hot dog on a motorcycle again, but looking at the weight of the guy, oh, I don't know Jesus. if he in turn, I don't think he had a choice oh, on the oh, wheel. Oh, and now he's jammed. Fat oh, guy on the. Oh, oh, by his balls. Oh, it's tucked in there. Fat tight. guy on a dirt bike oh. and his friend. And, oh, and he can't get him off. He's riding on the bitch pad and he falls off and then gets ground into the tire underneath the mufflers, I guess, of the dirt bike. And the guy's trying to get him peeled off. His nuts are what tied up under there. Oh. too far back. Well, he's just fat. And that fender is not going to support <laughs> that girl. he's just too fat. He shouldn't be on that little bike on the no. back of it anyway. Oh, but then the tire just... Dirt bikes aren't for two people. tire just wound him up. All right. Thanks, Brady. Brett? All finish right. the job. <laughs> oh, that made my balls hurt. 
Uh, we've seen stuff similar to this one, but this is uh, one of those weightlifting. Uh, weightlifting, this yeah. All right. Oh, he's got a. He's going to do a clean and jerk here with about fifty thousand pounds. Pooping or snapping. Good news is his shirt's off. All right, he's in position. Hooks are in. Yeah, don't don't show me the beehive. Kurt Angle is about to make the lift. And we're going off the ground. That is a lot of weight. That is a ton of weight. He's got it off the ground, everybody. It's got to be a 1,000 plus. I don't know how much he's doing. Oh, he's passed out. Double bender. (laughs) He wasn't breathing. He passed out. And he's up against the wall. And the weights fell right on the front of his knees and flamingoed him with two sides. Let's take another quick look at that. He falls back. Oh, man. It's just... It 90 degrees his knees the other way. Oh, he's going to let... Well, at least his chest and stomach look good in his wheelchair. And uh, here's a little surgery. Oh, oh, what are we looking at? Got a gut? There's something oh, green in out. there. Something's oh, it's going to be a dildo in a gun. What They've is it? They've opened someone up. They're moving a lot of uh, veal around look inside this person. Oh. And it is wow. a revealed to be a gigantic cucumber. Wow. <laughs> it's the size of a forearm. Wow. Put that in his butt. Slice it up and make the ratatouille. (laughs) Yeah, it's still good. It's got its. Just do the the potatoes thing to get the cover (laughs) off. Little shredder. Yeah. Holy Moses. And uh, cucumber in the butt. There's a little. By the way, Janny Dang has texted in number 25 for the Bulls, Steve Kerr. Of course, Janny would know who 25 (laughs) for the Bulls was. In Africa, he had like 100 of those jerseys. (laughs) I have Peter Ansing and Steve Kerr. And. Stupid Luke Longley. No one wanted him. Nine, Thanks, Coach. Danny. Yeah, the oh. Coach was nine. Oh, we're, oh. oh, okay. Let's start that over. We were busy talking about jerseys in Africa, but this this is just a... Not going to school today. Surveillance video. Oh, is that uh, a kid? Come on now. And people so. just riding their motorcycles in one of those dumpy countries that everybody has a cruddy motorcycle, and then three or four go by, and then a... Like a work, uh, oh, a backhoe oh, just runs a guy over on a bike, and then he just it's, he's splattered everywhere. Number twenty-five, yeah, that's a, that's a girl's keep it bike moving. With the, with all it's the a girl. I think it's a girl yeah. too. Might yeah. just be a weave we're looking at there. Uh, or oh, yeah, move around spur, a spray, John. Move oh no, yeah, there's that's the oh, yeah. that's, I think that's the squishing. Nobody it's stopped the to help. This dude had to oh, come. Oh, oh yeah, pick oh, her up. Oh, her on the road. Oh look at that. Oh half of her's gone. She's Harvey Dent. Okay, well that's enough of that. There you go. All right. Thanks, Brad. Mm-hmm. Great American Smokehouse. I love I love having a friend from Africa tell me the obscure numbers of jerseys he's uh, unboxed. <laughs> a whole bunch of Luke Longleys. Bill Cartwright. Our favorite. <laughs> Vlade Divac in a Memphis Grizzly jersey. This never happened. That Lakers That's might have like been our test. <laughs> there was a thing I saw at the Rip Griffins once. I went in there to pee over there off the I-10, Rip Griffin truck stop. And I'm like, oh, they got football jerseys for 20 bucks. They were all misprints. Like Junior Seau was a dolphin <laughs> or a raven or something. It was like a team. See, he, it, was a he was. But it was, like a, it was on a team he never played for. And there was another one of uh, Zach Martin as a brown. And oh, there a whole bunch of weird people that you'd never buy their jersey in the first place. Anyway. Is this for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, here we go. See, um, <laughs> Sean, the water truck guy, 
Amelia could not stay airborne. At least those 9-11 assholes had one day of training and still got their supposed landing site done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Were they better people? No. Were they better pilots? Mission accomplished. I'd say yes, they were. If we're if we're grading him on their piloting skills, Amelia is in third. <laughs> Don't name your kids Amelia. This is my little fella. His name's Muhammad Atta. He's going to be a pilot someday. Amelia, ladies, she's your biggest mistake, and you guys hold her up. You want to put her on money? She crumbled under pressure. Why don't you just name your kid Nixon? <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, we're going to talk to Eric in a little bit, right? She's yep. in here. All right, we'll talk to her next. I'll tell you about that in seconds. It's 824. There goes your Brady Report. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. <laughs> Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, so much stuff is going on around here uh, today. And uh, we want to, you know, how about how awesome was our uh, Vegas trip that we got to not only hang out with some fun people, but people who do nice things. I've done stuff with this uh, organization before. And the lady who uh, runs it, Erica Cartwright, won one of our spots on the flight to Vegas. She's the one that the girl who... Uh, was going to suck and f- everybody on the plane accused of being uh, bigoted towards the Native Americans because she doesn't like camping. I don't know even how that started, but it happened. Uh, but she's got a party going on this weekend. Uh, she does. She runs Incredible Stella, which is a rescue for pities and stuff. And we've done stuff for them. So she's got a, an event out there this weekend. She's going to tell you about that in a little bit. We get that going. We got her coming in here in a second. Uh, also, Larry is doing a thing this weekend that I think is really cool. Um and it's weird because it's Thanksgiving next week. So, like, one week from today is turkey and weirdness. And it's just so strange that this has jumped up on us. Larry, what are you doing? Come in here. You're regifting thing. That's right, John. I'm <laughs> regifting. Right, stop it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, You're on the radio for oh, 30 man. years, and you still get excited when I say, Larry, come do this. <laughs> All right, friend. No. I just love being the announcer. I know. Since I was a kid, I love being the announcer. Then do, do a whole show of that. I would love to. That, why wouldn't you? It would you? be so obnoxiously annoying. Right. 98 KUVD. <laughs> Welcome. Be the thing that guy uh, Gary. And from, you never break. You yeah. never break. Uh, Was it Sam the Eagle from uh, the Muppets that used to do that? Gary Owen did it for laughing, but not Gary Owen. Is that right, Gary Owen? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he was the guy, all tonight on live, and he always had his hand on his ear. Well, that's you. With me, it was uh, Saturday Night Live and... Uh, Don Pardo. Don Pardo, absolutely. Yeah. I wanted to be Don it's Pardo. Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live! Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, weekend of regifting is coming up. <laughs> it's Saturday Night Live! Um, and uh, it's pretty cool. Like, basically, I save all this stuff that I get all year long from, like, record labels, management companies. You know, like, they just send things out, whether it's CDs or posters or... I've got this uh, I Prevail fortune-telling eight ball that I grabbed this year. I mean, there's a bunch of cool stuff. Oh, those dogs are going to go at it. Way to go, go. Erica. Here we go. Richard! There's a fight fight brewing in the hallway. Just go get his collar and bring him back. He'll come right back. Richard. Um, Hi, Richard. But yeah, basically, so you tap that app and listen to the radio station that weekend, uh, which would be not this coming, but next weekend. Next, right. And um, you can rack up the hours and win all sorts of great stuff. We've got, like... 
those Muse masks, uh, the actual Bill Bellamy Muse mask. I haven't seen those. Um, yeah, it's uh, like the the uh, it's from Will of the People. Yeah, um, that like I haven't seen them. Don't know what you're saying. Silver mask. Okay, that he wears those are given away. We've got a, a bunch of those. Um, yeah, and like I mentioned before, just uh, T-shirts, anything that I collected this all year. year. Mm-hmm. And what, what's the thing you want? Do you have Avenged Sevenfold stuff? Probably. He kept that so. stuff from. Yeah, you probably yeah. did. Yeah, yeah come on. Let's be honest. My bag and took it home. <laughs> this is the stuff I didn't know what to do. With. Yeah. <laughs> so it's your. Like, it's the I'm stuff. Go home and wear a muse mask. Yeah. yeah. So. Right. Well, that is kind of strange, and yeah. that's it. But you also have the. The uh, 516 game yes, cocktail retro arcade table from super Prestige important. Billiards. Prestige yeah. Billiards and Lifted Truck sponsored this whole thing. And Prestige Billiards is offering up this 516 games in one cocktail arcade game system. Yeah. And you can score it just by going to our website, 98kupd.com, and voting for or filling out the little form telling us what you want to hear during Thanksgiving right. weekend. Easy enough. We're going to be playing a bunch of requests. Just make requests happen, and you might win a game table for your house. That's pretty awesome. All right, there you go. Regifting. Thanks to Prestige for doing that. That's awesome. That they just That's Meathead. Those games. Yeah, Meathead's they awesome. So great. He's the best. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Prestige Billiards. And they have a new location. They do. Yes. Which is that one? That. The uh, 79th Avenue in Bell? That's it. Next to Arrowhead Mall. There, there you go. It is. Meathead, thank you. Awesome. Larry's doing that for Thanksgiving. Do your holiday shopping now. It's, stop it. It's Sorry. next week. Thank you, stop. Larry. It's all right, Larry. That's well, nice. Thank you much. I'll go get the dog from the hallway. <laughs> thank you. He's got to do the whole you show. you got to work with this guy all day long. We all have to deal with this. Hi, Larry. Hello, John Holmberg. And you know my favorite thing to do all year long is... Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here's the star of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. <laughs> That's right. Mr. John yeah. Holmberg. I, I can't go to lunch with him. I walk into the door yeah, at lunch. He does that. It's annoying. Ladies and gentlemen. Stop it. Uh, it's 842. <laughs> Larry's coming up a little day. bit. He's going to re-gift all next weekend. Tons of stuff we get from record labels and concerts and things like that. Just end up in a pile and Larry's just going to give it to you. That's as easy as it gets. Uh, we'll talk to the leader of Incredible Stella. Erica is here and she is awesome. She brought Cookie with. It's 98 KUPD. We'll find out what she's up to next. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You're right there, Eric. You can put headphones on, too, so you can hear us. Uh, It is uh, uh, time for us to do something nice for the community, which is something we try to do a lot. And uh, this particular human being is named Erica Cartwright. What was your maiden name? Lemnitzer. Lumnutzer? Lemnitzer. Oh, okay. Boy, you that's big win there to get rid of that. I told him if we get divorced, I'm keeping it. You're keeping uh, Cartwright? Yeah. yeah, it's much better. Yeah. Lumnutzer is it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she runs, you are the uh, queen of Incredible Stella. And Incredible Stella is an awesome organization. Tell people, you'll know better than me, tell people uh, what you're about here. So Incredible Stella is a rescue. We focus on the bully breeds. Um, we take one dog at a time. I run it out of my house. Um, so we have, technically right now we have three. Three. Um, fosters. Oh, okay. I was going to say three places. I'm like, no. when did you do that? We it's, have it's three doing well. Yeah, they're doing very well. Yeah, we've, we've got expanded. three homes. Yep. <laughs> We're like Starbucks. Um, no, so we really want to bring uh, awareness for the pit bull breed. Um, John, I know you're a big supporter of oh, them yeah. and you get why they're so special. Um, but it's more just their personalities, their loyalness, their stunning yeah. Um, and a lot of people have a bad idea of what they are, so we want to dispel that. Yeah, and get rid of it as fast as possible. And the bigger problem with pit bulls is always the owners that make them the the weapon because they're so strong and they're so like they're fun, powerful dog. But people want them to be their muscles for them. And Even- I, it's terrible to watch somebody like he's badass. I hate when people think their dogs are tough 
and that's some sort of a reflection of their toughness. It isn't. It's, it's just making the dog a jerk. Right. Well, even Michael yeah. Vick did that to his dogs, and his dogs were sweethearts. Yeah. They end up being really super sweet because you can train that messy. You give dogs love, they give it back. And Incredible Stella does that all the time. You also were the very first winner uh, this year to go to Vegas with us for our 22nd anniversary. And we have gotten no reviews from these people. Everybody emails today and was for it fun? Did you have a fun time? Oh, SetJet. Everybody knows SetJet's yeah. awesome. Vegas, I could care less about. SetJet was amazing. <laughs> that's what we thought. <laughs> SetJet was Truth. why I wanted to go. Like, right. that's the, like Vegas, I can go all the time. SetJet was... Are you ever going to fly anywhere any other way? No, you I actually, can't. I looked at going to uh, Mexico for my birthday on SetJet. So See? we might go. Yeah, beautiful. And that's she the invited only way to me do it. too. I'm like... To Our, Mexico? Yeah. I'm like, that's really? cool. I also did <laughs> charity. <laughs> yeah. See, she's subtly. She's a, she's a weapon. Uh, you've got your party this weekend for Incredible Stella. I'm going to go down there and be part of this as well. Uh, what do you have happening on Saturday? So Saturday is our party for the pause. It's our third annual. Um, it will have 10 Instagram famous pit bulls walking in our pit bull rescue runway. Where like who? Pajamas. Cookie, Mo the Screaming Staffy will be Mo's there? there? Mo's if you there. haven't seen Mo the Screaming Staffy yet... Get online. Get Instagram. on. I'm, I'm not even a, a social media person, but anytime it says Mo, I've been in two events with Mo. Yeah, they're great. They're hilarious. Like this dog is a right, and there will be a moment where Mo loses. It. I hope so. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fangirl of Mo. Yeah, so me we too. Have Tara's foster. She has an, a great rescue too, and. Malibu's mom is up in Prescott. So we have a good group of people. Stella, of course, will be there. And yeah. Cookie, that you're walking is, in yeah. the runway. And Cookie is here today and going to be with us. This is, is this Mo? That's Mo. And they, they actually adopted that puppy from us, the Thanksgiving puppies that oh, you no guys kidding. watched. Oh, really? Last year? Oh, okay. Oh, they're doing voices for yeah, the dogs. Yeah, that's not Mo. That's, that's not Mo talking. That would be a pretty special. Amazing dog. You have to get the one where he screams. Yeah, I don't know. He's got to scream. You can see it when they're yelling. These are just pictures it's of Mo. Instagram famous has gotten to Mo's head now because when Mo talks, that, that one on the bottom right probably oh. is, the, the, or this might be. I don't know. Mm-mm. You got to hear this dog lose it. Okay, she does the. T- okay, I'm done with the Instagram famous Where's part of Mo. I just want dog. And I like the lady who owns Mo, but you're not why I go to this. Come on, Erica, get on it. Which one does she scream? I know. You got to keep scrolling. Oh, it's a sale. Maybe, no, just be, maybe on the boat. There's oh, one boat. right there. Left Her. with a yeah. girl and the dog have their mouths open. Actually, I think that's just a that's picture. Just still oh, just for Christ's sake. Where's the dog yelling? Okay, just reenact it, John. On the boat. Wait, I, don't know. I, can't, I can do the impression of Mo. There he is. Out this the one? window. Out the window. This one? That one. Yeah, here we go. This, unless she's doing the... <laughs> <laughs> and for no reason, she just starts doing this college girl yell. <laughs> Sounds like Mill Avenue on yeah, a Saturday yeah, night. Saturday yeah. night. It's a girl's drunk and you're trying to load her in the car. It's perfect. But yeah. So Mo's going to be there. I didn't know that. Yep. So we'll have a DJ. We have raffle items. We actually have our live auction. That's up now. It's going to, um, you can go to our Instagram bio. It's on One Love's bio. We have some big ticket items that are available. There is an in, uh, injector package. What does that mean? For your face? Oh, for I was right. like a heroin problem. No. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you guys were getting into, but there's money in it. There's money. Yeah. So it's this Saturday, November 18th from 5 to 8 p.m. It's at a place called Fabric at 132 East South Street in Tempe. Is it 6th Street or South Street? 6th Street. You said South. Come on. Get it together. Sorry. It's right. <laughs> yeah. It's over in Tempe. It's over by ASU. Yeah. I, w- I was there last year and it was a blast. It was like a really cool kind of, not one of those like, 
over-the-top hoity-toity things where you feel like, oh, no. Too bougie. Get... Yeah, it's just really cool, and you get the idea that this is all really good stuff to help, and there's a lot of cool people there, yeah. and it was really fun. So you're doing a really nice thing, and I know you do this out of your home, and I've seen how you do it, and I don't know how you're doing it. But it's like truly like, – can you tell the story real quick of why this started? Yeah. Um, this is crazy. So it started with Nextdoor, but that's a whole other thing. I the met app? A- Mm-hmm. Really? That's how I met Marika. I didn't know that. Yeah. So okay. she had put out something that she needed leashes. And I said, well, I just, um, I have a ton of stuff. I do dog rescue. Just if you want it, I'll leave it outside. Don't come to my door. I have about 10 dogs of my own. Right. My husband will lose his sh- stuff. Right. And so um, <laughs> she sends her daughter to my door and knocks on the door. And my husband's texts me, what is going on? Why is there this girl at my house? And at our house, we live there together. And- <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> So, so in a nutshell, so Marika, this woman named Marika borrowed these leashes and then I called her a little bit later. I said, I have 10 Pitbull Great Dane puppies. Yeah. I've exhausted all my efforts of adopting dogs out because I just took in 10 puppies about a couple months before. Can you put them in your newsletter? And then her and I just team forces from there. So Marika yeah. had started Incredible Stella. She had a dog named Stella. She was fighting cancer. Stella helped the family get through it. Um, and then Marika did pass away of cancer in yeah. 2020, um, and I was one of her best friends. I was the adoption coordinator, and it just made sense to You just took going. it over and mm-hmm. kept it alive, which yeah. is an amazing thing. And, and her presence is at the event yes. Saturday because yeah. this is her thing. Like She yeah. basically was the reason this got going, and you, after her passing, took it all over, yeah. which is amazing. Like we have the, our, our new website up. We just redesigned the whole thing. Um, it was a nice donation from a NASCAR driver, and so we got the website up and running, and cool. she tells our story. That's awesome. Yeah, you, and these are those types of things that are like not gigantic super charities that a lot of people don't know about. So kind of when I got linked up through Megan and through all these other things with you, I'm like, man, these people are actually doing this because – like, this is from the heart. Yeah. And it's a really close thing. So I'm glad you did this. I'm glad you came down and brought Cookie. And you guys can go to this thing on Saturday at, uh, what would you say, 5 o'clock? 6 o'clock? 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock over on 6th Street in Tempe at Fabric. And there's no, like, you show up. Well, right? you have to buy your tickets. Oh, you have to buy tickets. Sales okay. close tomorrow at midnight. So you okay. have to get them before. And I go where again? Uh, to the, our Eventbrite, which is on our Instagram. Uh, it's in our okay. newsletter. Okay, incredible and one love, Stella. yeah. Oh, that's right. One love and incredible yep. Stella. Either Instagram and get tickets. Yep, it's awesome. in our bio. What else are you doing? Anything good today? Just generally. Um, yeah, just working, doing my work stuff, fitting in this this event. We also uh, Dana from One Love and I started a podcast, so we're really we're just all over. The what do you place talk about with that? Dogs. It's called Rescue and oh. Rosé because rescuing dogs makes you drink. And- <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you, you have to be drunk most of the time to have that. Rescue Rosé. That's true. Yeah, I like that. And uh, again, Vegas, uh, is there anything you want to say to uh, suck and <laughs> right now on the air? Because you guys had a beef. Um, no. I'm bringing it up again. I'm bringing it back to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she, she accused you of making fun of Native Americans just because you don't Time like camping. Time to get I didn't served. You don't anything. like camping. Didn't, you didn't. I was I in the car. Don't like camping. So was I. Yeah, yeah. We were in the car. You brought up that you think camping. You know, especially with next week, Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can get together. I thought it was. With a, homeless people? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, you could do that if you wanted like to. Give out food. No. To, you, you invite suck and <laughs> over to the house yeah. for Thanksgiving. and. That's right. Natives get together. Natives and whites. No, squash we're it. we're out of town. We won't. Oh, unfortunately, <laughs> taking a set chat somewhere. I get it. All right. Yeah, because you you said something about, and I thought it was very funny 
that being homeless is or uh, camping is appropriating homelessness. Right. It's like we have a house with electricity and utilities. Yeah, why and abandon cable? that? No. And then we can laugh at them and camp in our tents right next to the homeless. And because there was a lot of drinking and other uh, things, hallucinogens. Not, I didn't do it. No, no, but stuck in <laughs> did. She had a shirt that said, like, mushroom lady on it. Yeah. And then she said, as a Native American, you've offended me. And we couldn't figure out how stuck in was offended at all, being that that was her nickname all I don't weekend. know, but she wants to jello wrestle now or yeah, something. Yeah, and that's how she wanted to squash the <laughs> yeah. beef as a tapioca wrestling match, yeah. which we will pay for. <laughs> you also I'm scared. That. I'm scared. Yeah. She does fighting stuff. I don't So just lay there and take it. It's tapioca. Start to lick the floor. Ew. You also seem to enjoy the uh, brunch in the bottle, too. That yeah. was one of the highlights, right? Yeah. The ego. Ego. Ego's in a, oh, ego's, yeah. that was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't really get good. that like, taste out of my mouth. For- Didn't your husband like throw up all over the place because of that? <laughs> it was yeah. disgusting. Ego, ego liquor is not the best combo. But yeah, it was fun. And you were great. And even uh, your bigotry, we still overcame it. Oh, and no, I'm kidding. You said nothing. I don't know how. But again, you know this from uh, dogs and stuff. You get two uh, spayed females in the same car and you're going to have a problem. <laughs> Which one of you was spayed in that car? Huh? No, I don't know. I'm assuming. <laughs> Just for safety's sake. So I, I brought Cookie down here. She's. I brought. I know you like. Um, I love Cookie. The adorable blanket. So I brought yeah. you adorable Cookie. What? <laughs> I can't watch that commercial I without Cookie. That's his fault. Uh, well, there. They're like 20 years old. Yeah. No, uh, it's awesome. What you guys do is great. So thank you. Incredible Stella is the Instagram page you go to. Grab your tickets. Eventbrite's right there, and just click on that, and we'll see you guys down there. I get to walk Cookie in like some sort of weird fashion thing. Right yes, she'll be in awesome. pajamas. You're going to walk her, and you're sponsoring my company, Synergy. Oh, I am? Mm-hmm. Do I get clothes for that? No, just wear whatever. Oh, Megan okay. will dress you. <laughs> well, then, I'm gonna, then I'll also be in a tutu. It'll be fun. Uh, there you go. Thank you very much, Eric. Thank you, It's guys. always good to have you. Incredible Stella and uh, One Love putting together Party for the Paws over in Tempe. If you want any information, we'll put it on our Facebook page as well. Uh, Right now, it's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98KUPD.com. Uh, the first off, the incredible Stella event on Saturday is awesome. I was there last year. I got myself that autographed Bruce Springsteen thing that's in my office from that. Last year was pretty good. And also, I have to uh, say that I'm proud of my boy, Bus. Erica brought her dog, Cookie, in. Bus might have had his nuts taken out last week, but he's still all man. That was some serious mounting attempts. Larry should... Uh, He's got some trips to uh, Safeway to unload. Oh, yeah. He's got some testosterone in there. That stuff potent. He's trying to get those last little shots out before the the entire nut removal system is out of him. He wanted to have that cookie over and over. She was all for it. I've never seen a dog want to have that kind of sex before. Said Larry out there taking notes. Ah, you got to be aggressive. Knock them down and then just start dry humping their legs. That was impressive. That was an impressive lot of, uh, essentially, was dog rape going on in the hallway here. And we all laughed. You know, if those were people, it's amazing. Like, when kids start to wrestle and stuff, if one started to hump the other one, they'd go into a facility. Dogs would just giggle and get off. Stop it. It's fun to watch. You might see more of that at the incredible Stella One Love event on Saturday night. It's a great event. They do good things. For a very misunderstood group of uh, breeds. It's very true. Brady, you got a pity at home. We've had a couple of yeah. them. The sweetest animals Great. in the world when they're in the right hands. Any dog. Brett, you've got a Doberman. Yeah. That dog's strong. Oh, Super man, powerful. 
You put that in the wrong hands, it's a weapon. Absolutely. And people are dumb. So that's the, the bigger thing to raise awareness for is that humanity can't have this you know, muscle extension of themselves with their animals. It's not, not supposed to have like some sort of mountain lion on a leash. You're supposed to love and kiss and obey. Like a wife. Uh, it is time now for the glorious FanDuel segment, which, by the way, last night, I got screwed. Suns, me and Doug Hopkins hopped into a deal for the Suns game. He goes, build a parlay. And I built a big one. Gigantic. Then Bradley Beal, right before the game, it can't play. So they void out his bets in the parlay, which is fine. And then the Suns proceed to absolutely. This is the first. This is what FanDuel does that maybe I kind of don't like. Is that I root for the Suns to have blowout wins like they did last night against really good teams. Unless I got a bet going. Because everybody sat out the second half. I'm like, God damn it, Carl Anthony Towns needs two more rebounds and Nurkic isn't playing at all. I need him to get 10 points. 10 rebounds. Just a 10 and 10, double double. So my whole second half, I was like, well, I got most of the things I needed in the first. Now the things I'm not, they're never gonna they're never gonna come out. Suns look good last night. Getting Devin Booker back is huge. Awesome. Uh, had a good bet on that. Uh, tonight, we got a great football game, and FanDuel's here to help you out with that, too. Uh, you get your no-sweat bets on uh, Thursday nighters. That's for uh, all the new customers and everybody wants to play along. And we'll start right here with the Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans. The surprise Houston Texans who put up some points and moved that ball pretty well. Marco Ryan's right now probably NFL Coach of the Year if he stopped it immediately. Uh, nobody expected the Texans to even be competitive, let alone win a few games they shouldn't. They beat the Bengals last down game. on Stroud, too, including me. I'm, I'm still kind of like, we'll see. He's, it's the unexpected. He's whipping it around pretty good, though. Uh, they got the Cardinals coming in, and who knows what the Cardinals are with Kyler Murray. This could be a weird one. Brett, will start and with Connor you. Back. Cardinals are four-and-a-half-point uh, underdogs in this in Houston because nobody's sure of anything. What do you got? I'll take the Texans uh, negative four-and-a-half. You're taking them right on the line. Yep. Brady? I'm up and at Texans minus six and a half. I got Texans at seven. Toledo? Taking the Cardinals with the four and a half. You're, you think they'll cover it? Yep. And win? No, no, just I know, cover. I'm just saying. But I'm yeah. asking that. Okay. I almost took them almost took him on the money line, but I couldn't do it. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because nothing would surprise me with those two teams. All right, Brady, your Bengals are in Baltimore tonight. Ravens coming off a huge loss. Clearly, last week against the Texans, the Bengals had a letdown game. Looking forward. To their big rivalry with the Ravens tonight, Thursday night football in Baltimore. Who's got it? They got to have it. They got to do it tonight, the Bengals. Um, especially with the uh, what's going on with the Browns and oh, the opportunity. Great. Oh, it's huge. Everybody in that Love division, it. man. I know, it's open. Yeah. Toledo? Uh, your Seahawks? I don't know where the hell they are. Uh, they are in uh, SoFi, taking on the Rams. Oh. With Matthew Stafford back. I'm going to take It's a one point game, but I'm going to take the Hawks. The Hawks to win. Uh, Bears, where are they? They're uh, at the Lions. Oh, Come on. Come on, Phil. Lions. <laughs> Who has ever said it before? <laughs> They're going to get killed by the Lions. Yeah. That's never, not, not in how many years? Jesus. My Steelers are taking on the uh, <laughs> Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is. A <laughs> He's probably offended several nurses with his fingers and hands already after his surgery. He's out as the cursed Browns. I don't even care if the Steelers win this one. The, the Browns are already screwed for the rest of the year. Love it. Tough game still. I'm going to take my Steelers just out of love and because the Browns going to Brown. Oh, the Steelers already beat him once. It's a tough one to take. I'll take the Steelers. Uh, your upset of the week. Brady, who are you going with? Jeez, this is a tough one. Um... I'm going to go with, uh, 
I'm going to go with your Steelers. All right. Side. Yeah, they're minor underdog. We're an underdog. That's what I'm doing, too. Steelers, too? I'm taking the Eagles uh, over the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. That's a, they're the underdog. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs have been playing for garbage. Three and a half point oh, underdog. That's an interesting game. I think they're playing in Kansas City, though, right? Yeah. 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 I'm taking Brady's Bungles. For the Bungles to beat the Ravens tonight. Oh, yeah, for sure. Light them up, I say. Uh, and then your uh, lock of the week, Brady. Dallas. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm going for some odds here, so I'm taking the Chargers. Who are they playing? Packers in in Lambeau, which is a tough thing. Uh, is it? Uh, I'm taking the Ravens over the Bungles. That's not a... Oh, that's your yeah. lock. You're yeah. saying that's your lock. Yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute. Plus, yeah. it's a no sweat. True. Oh, it's, a, it's a booster. I'm, I'm, I'm in on it. It's all over. He needs his money back. Damn right. I should get... Pushed enough. I should get money because my bet is exactly plus 1,000. Why is that? I don't know. That's just mine's hard to do. It's exactly really hard to plus 1244. Maybe it's just a four. In it. Like mine's a round number. Brady, what's yours if you win? Plus 1530. Oh, that's a good one. Brett? Uh, plus 622. This is the safest. Brett, Brett's the guy to bet on this week. Uh, we'll put him up there. And FanDuel has all sorts of stuff. I just got another freebie offer on this. Every time I try to bet, they try to not make me pay. I love this thing. Right. Sons, if you could do me a favor and not blow teams out like that, get me some extra numbers, that'd be nice too. Thanks I'll... for the boost too, FanDuel. Huge. I had a 30% boost on a bet the other day. I won it, and I took a real safe one, but it was nice. Yeah, they, they've got all sorts of little 30% things. 30% is free money. And by the by, yeah. Uh, in September, when football started, Arizona. Online sports gambler. We spent $610 million oh, in yeah, yeah, September. Yeah. <laughs> We're killing it. <laughs> we are doing very well with the online sports gambler. I don't know why I turned Brady into an owl, but it did. I don't know what that noise was. It made me a little nervous. That made me pop, 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 heart blew up. But yeah, three licks. <laughs> Evidently, three licks is all it took for Brady to get excited about gambling. Uh, it's 929. Get on FanDuel right now. They just make sports better. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All right. Thank you, Bush. Uh, how many times you say that a day? Thanks, uh, Shaven. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good name right there. Unshaven Bush. Or Shaven Bush. Unshaven Bush is a great t-shirt. <laughs> no, if Gavin Rossdale needs to grow a beard and just tour oh, yeah. as Unshaven Bush. Uh, before we get to the entertainment drill, this is official now. Listen to this. Stand up live. December 9th, the tradition continues of the Holmberg happy ending with Holmberg after dark. We're going to be out there Saturday night, December 9th at 11.15 p.m. Late night. Ooh. A little Christmas party late night action. I have a pre-party from 9 to 11 at Copper Blues, downtown Stand Up Live, which is First Avenue in Jefferson. Hang out, drink, goof around. Then I'm going to take the stage for the... uh, after Dark Party, Brady and Brett will be part of audience participation. We'll be discussing this as we go. You don't even know what we're up to yet. I've got a couple things we're doing, Uh-oh. and we're going to get this together. we got till December 9th to do it. Uh, then Frank Caliendo, who's there that weekend, is going to join us on stage. Then, you remember Jonathan Kite, an incredible imper- impersonator, impressionist. He's going to be there, too. This Night of a Million Voices is going to be happening, and you guys are going to participate in it by basically uh, one segment called Make the Monkey Dance. Which is we're going to have you guys, up until that day, start emailing your scenarios in of what you'd like celebrities to be doing 
already I had somebody tell me they wanted uh, Gordon Ramsay's Celebrity Kitchen, which I think could be fantastic. It's just one of those things. So just that OJ's talk show, things like that, where you give the guests out. Uh, any scenario you want with pretty much any celebrity voice that's out there, the three of us could probably cover it. Then you boys in the audience will be, make it be like a, uh, a look a who's talking. Who's line, yeah, who's line is it anyway type thing. Yeah, not, not look who's talking. They're not going to do that. That's a Kirstie Alley and the baby. <laughs> I'm going to bring any babies up. Uh, this is all going to be a blast. And then at the end, we're going to try to put together a live Guadalupe Squares with the real Brady for the, uh, the only time ever in the center square. That's exactly right. You will actually be your own center square, Brady. You're going to do it yourself. Uh, it's happening December 9th. Tickets are going to go on sale at 98kupd.com. Check this out. $19.79. Yeah, tomorrow. I know. I'm just throwing it out. You're there. very nervous. I know. Someone, look, someone in the hallway. When is any nervous? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just look for all the on-sale stuff. It'll be right. a, Everything will be live tomorrow. I just, all I said was it's it's official. <laughs> at the end of it, I was going to say, tickets on sale tomorrow. Getting hounded. That's called to sell. We're selling. Larry gets so nervous. Excuse me, Mr. Holmberg. I'm pretty sure you jumped the gun on that. No. We're excited about it. 1979. And we're going to do some uh, some beer stuff and proceeds are going to benefit, uh, you know, the dog charities. Uh, probably the, uh, well, this one's, this is actually the Humane Society, which I'm totally cool with on that. I'm not sure if we're going to mix that up or not, but that's fine by me. But that's pretty great. So stand up live right there. Holmberg after dark. Happy endings back. It's an, an annual event if you don't count uh, COVID in last year. Yes. When our schedules <laughs> fell like our apart. golf tournament. Yeah. It's, it's, kind of exactly, an it's an annual thing. event except for the years it doesn't happen. <laughs> and then when uh, somebody cancels and we can't scramble and get a crew together to get a show on like last year, it just got to be a scheduling nightmare and we just said forget it. This year, not so much. It's on. And hopefully it's going to go well. It's going to be kind of like a... And then you guys who do impressions, we're going to do the... Uh, the day that will live in infamy, once again, where we have not just comedians come in and give their time, but we're going to have local impressionists that want to come. Can we allow Gilroy to do impressions Absolutely. this year? Absolutely. Any Gilroy, comedian sharpen them up. Want to come in oh, and you no, win. That's happening again? We'll give you uh, five minutes on stage that night to open the whole show uh, as the opener with some impressions. And then maybe even sit in on the group. That means P.O. will be coming back. Does he do impressions? <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, probably. He thinks he does. He hears voices. I don't know if he can do them. But, uh, so this, I'm excited about this. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and Jonathan Kite was probably my favorite guest of the year this year. And we've had some great ones. But Kite was so unbelievably good. And I just want to hear Tom Hanks. That's it. Crazy. One yeah. person actually did suggest this. And I loved it. Because I was talking to a guy. He's like, how about, oh, and I've already got one that says OJ's talk show. Which is called Now Hear Me Out. <laughs> I'm just saying is just on. Actually, I'm just saying is the name of the OJ talk show. It's too on the nose, but I would I was going to call it cutting it up with OJ. But uh, somebody said, how about a 1989 throwback when they started to put celebrities in the booth of Monday Night Football, where you have Madden, Caliendo does that, OJ used to be on Monday Night Football, and for no reason at all, the biggest star in the world at the time, Tom Hanks, and we're just calling a game as OJ, Tom Hanks, and John Madden before anybody knew anything. He's the guest in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> Just revere. Because the thing that would be fun about that is Frank would have to pretend like OJ's awesome. It, OJ, my OJ impression makes Frank so nervous for what, like, he thinks it's actually going to haunt him. And Frank would have to do Hanks from, like, Big Era, right? No, like, no. Kite. Kite. Oh, Kite, Kite does would. Hanks. Yeah, Kite does a perfect Hanks. It doesn't matter from what era. It's just Hanks. 
But it would be absolutely unbelievable to have Frank talking about how great O.J. Simpson is. Just to make Frank say the words, you know, O.J., I think you're one of the greatest people on the planet, I think. Hey, thanks a lot, John Madden. That's awesome. And just because Frank doesn't like when I do it next to him. On the podcast, when I would do O.J., he'd go, all right, all right, all right. He would just stop playing. He thinks it's funny, but he just doesn't like it that close to him. Where are we at on time, Toledo? <laughs> We're good, Frank. How much We're time good, we got? Frank. We've been here for five minutes. We've got an hour to go. All right. Is he going to do that all night? Ray Lewis, O.J. Simpson. So if we take him in a time machine where John Madden has to be nice to O.J. Simpson, it's going to be great because we're going to isolate some of those clips and play them forever. <laughs> I think O.J. Simpson's one of the finest people I've ever known. It's going to be fun. So I can't wait for that. It's going to be a blast. So if you guys have all sorts of, of ideas for that, it's on you. Uh, this one, Kyle says, holy, I'll do my best to make sure that middle square is the drunkest Brady you've ever seen. I'm like, that's what we're rooting for. It's all for charity. Uh, so get on that. Easy enough. So that I'm excited about. Tickets on sale tomorrow. They're 20 bucks, 1979. We'll get VIP packages as we get closer and you guys can do all sorts of, they always have a meet and greet, which is fun. And you can hang out with the guys and you're going to meet everybody for charity. Don't be a jerk. Uh, it's time for time. I'm just saying. Don't who's gonna be anyway. I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying. You know, throw a couple of bones. Uh, it is time for the entertainment drill. Brought to you by my friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And yesterday, uh, Jay Ackerman, the kingpin of the entire operation out there at React Defense, and I had our Peter Pan complex going. I bring a glove. He brings a glove, and we're playing catch. Like little kids with excitement and everything else. Baseball. Brady, I haven't thrown a baseball proper in I don't know how long. A couple times now, once a week up there at React Defense, I got somebody to play catch with. And we're posting videos of it because this is me, five months post right arm surgery, throwing a baseball. And I can do it again. And it's awesome. And I owe it a lot of it to the gang up there at reactdefense.com. I've been going there since the third week after my surgery when my arm was still in a sling. I couldn't do anything, and they came up with a plan for me to not only help me get back to where I'm, I'm going to be, which isn't quite there yet, but it's getting awfully close. I can throw a baseball again because they put me through the paces with one arm for the last three and a half months, four months. And then this last month, we've been going at it with all the arms. My right arm's still not right, but they've done so much good stuff, you can't believe it. So basically what they were saying was, you walking around with that sling, John, means that a bad dude at some parking lot or gas station or wherever you're walking, looks at you and says, that's an easy mark. But was I? Because we worked out so many one-arm fighting things that you can't imagine. And it was all, I would have never thought of this stuff. They take you at your current condition and make you smarter and better, which is awesome. I think that is the best thing I can say about them, and I've been going there for five years, is that I was in peril Four times in the last three years I've had a surgery that they've worked me through. I do the PT also, which is essential. But then I go out there and I put myself through the paces of what I'm, what I'm do, dealing with every single day. And they worked out a program for me in, in the condition I was in. So there's no excuses for you to say, oh, I'm not in good enough shape to do that. Yes, you are. You're in whatever shape you're in. Get up there. Learn. The world's all mixed up. Jesus, senators are fighting each other now. You might want to know a thing or two. Uh, the classiest folks in the world, quote, unquote, 
throwing blows into each other's kidneys. One we know was trained. One we know had an MMA and heat man. The dude he was about to fight, the teamster, wasn't scared. Unknown. Didn't care. Yeah, you don't know his history, and that's the scariest part of it. Irish teamster? (laughs) You don't want to go picking fights with guys you just assume you're tougher than. De-escalate that. You can't do that. That's against the rules. Yeah, good luck. There are no rules in street fighting. Man, it's a blast. So I owe uh, my current uh, situation, which makes me smile from ear to ear, to the gang up there at reactdefense.com. After the core cut me up, they took care of me. And it is, man, progress. And it makes you happy. Gives you hope. It's a good thing. Reactdefense.com. And Jay and I will be playing catch again before you know it. Uh, it's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Video from the set of the movie Rust has been re- released. I was wondering about that. Alec Baldwin was on Saturday Night Live this weekend for a brief second. And it was awkward because it's like, oh, there he is. It was showing Alec Baldwin shooting prop guns oh, in one God. clip. He asks a crew member to move because he doesn't want to shoot towards them. Okay, it's propaganda. The clips were filmed before the fatal accident on the right. set. I don't want to kill anyone. Please, out of the way. These guns could be real. No one knows. The that, other to me just, that to me just says that they all knew the danger and they got sloppy. If there's a clip of him saying, all right, everyone, move. Move out of the way. Then he was super aware until the time he wasn't. And that was when it mattered most. When is that coming out? Is or I mean, is anybody like? Here's the dangerous thing I talked about it earlier this morning. But that was his point too. On that, should we watch this? You know, is this one of the, like the, the actual? Is uh, the movie itself? Should you pay? Could you? Uh, like, there's that moment where you're kind of like, this shouldn't have been finished, right? Close her down. Shut this down. In a way, they, they decided. What would she want? Right, exactly. And you don't know what she would have wanted was to be there for the final day. Of shooting. Yeah, to That's see what the grand the, opening. That whole <laughs> "what would the dead person want after we slaughter her" is not an argument. It's what she would the have premiere. wanted. She wanted to be at the premiere. Yeah, she would have loved to have seen the movie finished, like and been alive. That's what she'd have wanted. She didn't want to see the movie get finished. She wanted to live through the filming. Jeremy Renner posted a video of himself skipping and running up and down his driveway. Ten months after he was run over by that snowplow, it, it it was like ten Remarkable. months to the day when he was doing that. Was that? Yeah, it, it was, was like ten January, months ago. Right? Yeah, holy cow! Um, Kevin Hart is going to receive the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, humor next month. He says, "I've been doing comedy since the inception of this award twenty five years ago." Yeah. He's been at it for Those a lot longer than people remember, and he seems like a really fun person. Brett, I have something for you. All right. Royal Caribbean has a new cruise. The Eras Tour movie came out from Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the In My Cruise era. It's the Taylor Swift cruise. Oh. Official website says join us as we celebrate Ugh. all things Taylor. Just Make new friends, yourself. dress up in our favorite eras, trade friendship bracelets, and enjoy oh everything God. amazing the ship has to offer. 12-year-old girls can't afford a cruise. The cruise is for all fans. So bring your besties, your moms, and your dads, your baby fans. And if you need a room, post on our page. We'll find your roommate. Oh, misery. By the way, the tour is not endorsed or affiliated with Taylor. (laughs) So she's going to sue him eventually. (laughs) She's going to own a boat, too. I want a reenactment uh, of the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be the voyage, all those idiots. The voyage of the sea. Yeah, let's hope yeah. that thing hits an iceberg and it's <laughs> a bunch of floating basic bitches Done. in the middle of the ocean. Done.
Yeah, Lusitania is going to have to come scoop up banged blondes. <laughs> my bangs, my bangs. That's all you hear as they drop in the water. Oh my god, my bangs, my bangs. A flower, a flower box subscription ah! service. Ah! My bangs, my bangs, my bangs. Your bangs, our bangs. Basic bitches, just go under. We're not going to rescue. Lusitania would turn around. Oh yeah, it'll be like that Capital One commercial. Every. Where you go on that cruise is a Taylor Swift. Hi, welcome aboard. Can I get you a drink? Uh, the restaurants. You know what I know for Eight sure if I was death. on that cruise? I'd get a lot of good sleep. Because you play that boring music over the thing, it might as well be Muzak in an elevator. <laughs> I'm getting to where I, I'm, I'm growing to absolutely hate her. And it isn't her fault. It's the overexposure. It's enough already. A flower box subscription service is offering to pay someone $2,000 to watch 12 Harm- Hallmark Christmas movies in 12 days. Your wife does that You've gotten to, in uh, December th- I'm getting in on this. Yeah, this I'm, is, I'm going for 12 myself. It's sure. easy. You're going to do that accidentally just because it's on a loop at your place. I have to be careful, though, if I'm watching because I do it like the the space. Mystery, the mystery. science theater. Yeah, because it's talk hard to not it. to talk. Because it's garbage. Like, Uh-oh. What's going to happen now? Yeah. And your wife is notoriously bad at picking things. For Gene, Simmon, Gene Simmons says he's got his hand on the Bible. Kiss is done performing, but he's they're Jew. banned. What's that? He's Jewish. He can put it on the Bible. If it doesn't count, I can put it on the Bible. It doesn't mean a thing to me either. Right. You could maybe call him out on that. But he said, this is it. December 2nd will be Kiss's final in makeup appearance. I swear to Jesus Christ. Even though it's the end of the band, it's not the end of the brand. No, Kiss will move on Brady, please. He didn't say if it was the Hebrew Bible or not. It's a Bible. I swear to Christ Almighty. The Torah. That's it. And then from here on out, this book, The Bible of Kiss, will be for sale at kiss.com with tickets to our next show, December 3rd. You might be right. There's a Kiss Museum in Vegas. Oh, God. They have a Kiss Cruise. Those will continue. I, what would you rather do, the Kiss Cruise or the Taylor Swift Cruise? Oh, it's tough. I'll, I'll take the Kiss Cruise. I'll take the Swift yeah. Cruise. No. Because the uh, There's annoying a movie coming bitches. Out. Annoying bitches. That's Kiss. No, I'll take the... Uh-uh. I don't know what he's talking about, Brett. You've made the right choice. <laughs> and your ticket's only $3,300, and that doesn't include a bed or room. <laughs> There's a movie coming out. We're working on a cartoon show. A lot of stuff. Again? Didn't they do that already? Yeah, oh. I want to reboot it. We're also working on something uh, that we think are very... Kiss Retirement Home for people who are Kiss fans. They're all in their 70s now, so Legacy of Kiss will be... Why out. haven't they done that? They already got the Kiss caskets. That's right. So we'll and toilet paper one step and before else. the casket. And don't worry, all of the fun toys and games will continue. <laughs> Kiss, says, Kiss uh, opens up with Heaven's Waiting Room. Right before you get in the <laughs> casket, you stay at our senior home. He mentioned that a different type of live show is in the works. It'll be four to ten different traveling shows. You'll be able to be in Japan and have Japanese actor musicians being us. Japanese Kiss? Yep. Just hanging around the boat? Nope. That has nothing to do with boat. This, oh, these are land concerts. Oh, land concerts. Yeah. yeah. Japanese kiss. <laughs> we can't do it anymore. We've hired the Japanese. <laughs> so Roudness is coming Roudness out of retirement. We've, we've just painted Roudness <laughs> like us. What's uh, painted black and white and sitting on my porch? My Jap and I'll do anything I want to. <laughs> Because it'll be, you know, other cities too. I recently purchased four Japanese. 
<laughs> and I've turned them into Kiss. Cockney Jep, Kiss? Jep Kiss. Kiss of the Rising Sun. <laughs> 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 That's the stupidest idea ever, and I'm dying to see it. All right, everyone. And Gene has to be out there to promote it. We've got four Japanese gentlemen who are going to sing Lock and Lowell. What are you going to do for us today? Lock and Lowell all night long. <laughs> yeah. Kiss Apollo Theater. <laughs> Black Kiss, which we put in whiteface. <laughs> I'd, I'd go to those. I'd go to both of those. Uh, that you just sold tickets to. Of course I did. It's Kiss. It's the music. Yeah, that's it. It's the music. I want to go see the music. Yes, because you would. Uh, the music sells it. Doesn't no matter who performs. We have elderly Kiss. We have Walker Kiss. We have handicapped Kiss. They have adorable blankets. We have adorable blanket Kiss. We have Shriners Kiss. We have Bird Bone Kiss. We kiss adult diapers. We have it all. Anything you are, we can make a kiss out of it. Paralyzed from the waist down, kiss. Paralyzed from the waist up, kiss. <laughs> Amputee, kiss. All of it. Anyway, that's enough. We're done. Larry's coming up next. And as nervous as he is about me telling you about an event we've got that tickets go on sale for tomorrow, he's equally as excited for his uh, money giveaway that he's doing there. Uh, the Excellent Adventure continues today in 54 minutes. And 50 seconds, you can get a word from Larry to text 97936 and maybe qualify to win $3,000. And if you are today's winner, you get a pair of tickets to go see Disturbed as well. Thanks to Larry's Excellent Adventure from Valley Toyota Dealers. That's coming up here shortly. That's it for us. We're done. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. Ah! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.